Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome everybody to Monsters and Madness, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring some of the members and friends of the Hawk & Cleaver community. If you're enjoying the podcast, then please don't forget to head on over to hawkandcleaver.com where you can find an amazing community of creators and content, including novels, short stories, comics, podcasts, and merchandise. So, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Would anyone like to catch us up? Andy's the man for the job, I think. <laughs> so that's my memory of things that are, you know, some would say frivolous, yet my cousins have kids whose names I fucking do not know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, of course. So previously on our adventure, um, we, having discovered some missing pets around Russelton, um, having already liberated it from the Goblin Scourge, we, um, while on a mission to gather some ingredients for some health potions, discovered a trail of uh, bones leading into the sewer system. Having followed the trail of uh, blood and viscera into the lair of some... Keep me honest on the name of that monster, Lewis. Uh, in the sewers? Yeah. Knolls. Knolls. Barclays. So there were some knolls. I was going to go there having a right old house party down there. But um, having broken that up, we emerged from the sewers victorious and advised the locals not to go in there, having demonstrated the dead body of a knoll. And hmm. um, that brings us pretty much up to date. Knolls defeated. Pets of Russelton safe and sound, we hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, that brings us to today. You did as well. Uh, venture over to the shoreline and pick some of the Vita root. We did. For the alchemist Wigan Silver Eyes. Mm. I did. shoved it all in my bag. Your yeah. magical and bag of space. As a result, you were uh, you were given a first-hand lesson on on health potion brewing. Yes, yes he was. We also were unable to unite Rada with her cat. Well, not not true. We we reunited them. Oh, of course. That was where yeah. we left it. We right. had biscuits. Yes, everyone had a biscuit because they did a good <laughs> job regardless. Everyone got a biscuit. We all, we all got a delicious biscuit from oh, Rada. It was, it was lovely. Oh. 
Yes, uh, we ended. You guys returned to the winged horse, uh, tucked into a nice hearty dinner, a nice hearty stew, when all of a sudden a completely naked man walked in through the door. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. That's where we left it up. <laughs> this, okay. this is my family guy now. <laughs> you never catch me! You're never going to catch me! <laughs> no, okay, so uh, he is tall. Uh, quite blondish hair, but it's all slicked back into like a, a nice tight ponytail. He, uh, although naked, has quite a neat uh, and upright posture. Uh, has a bit of a strong demeanour to himself, quite sophisticated, and looks like he would be quite suave if he had a suit on, which he doesn't. <laughs> uh, he is a little bit in the uh, crazy in the eyes, and he kind of darts about a bit. Uh, he's still literally in the doorway. His hand's still on the front door of the uh, winged horse. Kind of looking about, and he's like, Hi. Uh, you hear uh, Hendrik from behind you guys at the bar. He goes like, oh, Jesus Christ, Merryweather, put some clothes on. And uh, this man, who uh, Hendrik has said is Merryweather, steps through and he's like, I wish I could, but I can't. And he kind of starts walking in, kind of giving the occasional, there's a couple of, um, it's been a couple of days since you've liberated the town of Goblins, so there's one or two regulars have returned. He gives them all a subtle nod with his uh, tallywhacker hanging out and stuff. <laughs> uh, Hendrik again is like, mate, I'm serious. Like, and he chucks him a, uh, a, like a rag that he's been using to clean the, uh, to clean the bar with, at least to kind of slightly cover. Almost instinctively, this uh, Merryweather like shoves his hips to the side and just dodges this cloth, which just sails past him and falls on the floor. He's like, no, 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 thank you, no, thank you. And he kind of walks forward, kind of dusts off a bar <laughs> stool, just gets to the bar stool, just brushes the bit of dust off of it and just plonks onto it next to you guys. Half of you have got like stew and like potato, like on a spoon, as this naked man kind of sits down next to you. Impressive package, I say. <laughs> what are you saying that to him? <laughs> yeah. Right. The, sp the spoon with the soup just falls out of my mouth, <laughs> like, and I'm just like looking at this guy. He, uh, he realises the kind of situation that's caught up with him and he kind of crosses his, uh, what's the old fatal attraction or fatal instinct? Uh, where basic instinct. Basic instinct, basic instinct that's <laughs> it. He does the kind of leg cross thing and just slightly covers himself a little bit. <laughs> uh, you guys, the uh, ones who sorted out the goblins? Yes. Indeed we are. Ah, and, um, <laughs> And I understand uh, from Hendrik there, you must be Merryweather. Hello. Yeah. Flink Merryweather. Very nice to meet you all. And he, uh, he puts a hand out. No, yeah, we none, can... none of us uh, shake his hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no one touches it. No, no one. I'll, shake, I'll shake his hand. Like, okay. uh, I, like people, people have naked hands all the time. That's the least weird part to be naked. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bit sweaty. It's a bit clammy. I, I say to him, Seems like there's going to be some kind of story here. Oh, yes. And a great one at that. Please share. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so you are the uh, the gentleman who 
took care of the goblin problem, yes? Mm-hmm. Gentlemen right. may be a stretch, but yes, goblin's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I I require some assistance. Clothes. Clothes shopping. No, 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 thank you. No, thank you. No clothes. No clothes. I can't. I can't. I physically... I wish I could. Uh, I don't want to be. I physically cannot. The itchy curse of Abin Sir, perhaps. <laughs> what? No? Okay, fine. We continue. <laughs> um, so... Uh, I'm a local uh, enchanter, uh, a wizard, as it were, and uh, with the goblins and with having a lot of spare time on my hands, I started tinkering and uh, making things. Uh, I actually made a suit of armor, which I was very proud of. Uh, It would rise and come to you when beckoned. Excellent. Uh, but uh, I think I overdid it. Okay, o- overdid how? Well, uh, it, it started off fine. Uh, uh, I would summon the armor and it would jolt upright and walk towards me, ready for me to put it on. Uh, then about a week or so passed, uh, I fell down the stairs and uh, luckily the suit of armor dove and broke my fall and I could have broken my neck. So uh, that was a plus, and I was like, oh, I've, I've cracked it. I can't wait. I'll sell this for thousands of gold. And uh, then a couple of days later, it uh, wouldn't stop following me around the house. Uh, I kept telling it to uh, deactivate and, and go back in the corner, but it wouldn't wouldn't stop following me. I accidentally cut my finger the other day, and he kind of puts his hand up, and he has a little plaster on one of his uh, fingers. Uh, making dinner, I cut my finger and the uh, the suit of armor made a terrible screaming sound and started wailing about. I had to had to run upstairs and lock myself in the bedroom. It seemed almost desperate to save me over just a little little cut. And then uh, this morning I was getting dressed and as soon as I tried to put clothes on, it started just freaking out and charged towards me. So I just ran out of the house. Hmm. Well. So this this armour is your armour? Well, I uh, was going to make it and then set it on a, a powerful part, piece of arcana uh, infused in armour which would uh, come to an adventurer's uh, beck and call. Uh, you know, uh, with everything going back to normal soon, thanks to you guys taking out the goblins, I thought it would be only natural to start making more uh, wares and magical items to sell on to young adventurers like yourselves. I mean, I... it certainly sounds like good armour. How, how come you don't want to wear it right now? I don't... Not really much of an armour wearer. I mean, he kind of he looks you up and down a little bit, Finn. He's like... Me and you are a bit more inclined. If we need to uh, ready ourselves up for battle, we can do it with just the wave of our hands. Okay, okay. Could make, I could make more profit out of it and more use out of it by selling it. Okay. <clears throat> so, the enchantments you used, does the, armor, does the armor have any sentience to it? Is it aware of it, or is it simply following instructions? It wasn't supposed to... <laughs> I think I may have overdone it. It does now. 
Where is the armor now? Well, it was in my basement where I do all my enchanting and my workshopping. Uh, I was upstairs, it's getting changed, and I could hear it making that weird scream, and I heard it charging up the stairs, so I hopped out the bedroom window and climbed down the gutter and ran over here. And so what remind, would it do if it caught you? Yeah. He kind of, <laughs> his eyes go wide, and he kind of looks back at the door and out the window of the winged horse, like... Uh, the range of it was only meant to be like 15, 30 foot, but I think even that's out the window. As long as I don't hurt myself, and he kind of does like a weird kind of T-post starfish on this stool. And he's like, puts his arms out, puts his legs out nice and straight, makes sure both kind of butt cheeks are on the stool and his hands are nice and flayed. And he kind of double checks the bar, see if there's any like knives or forks. He's like, as long as I don't put anything on or hurt myself, should be fine. I tweak his nipple. <laughs> he kind of goes silent. He just holds the nipple. Like, all, the the colour is draining from his face right now. Like, we all wait for a second and then. Oh, say, what have you done? I guess it's out of range. If it hasn't come after you've given him a little tweak, you're out of range. You're safe. I knew it was full of shit. Link, you're all right. If, if this if this armor now bursts through this like the legendary Kool-Aid man, then we shall be in um, <laughs> a right spot of armor. <laughs> Kool-Aid man. Um, so, what can we do to help you with this? Um, what would be what does what does help look like to you, sir? Um, do you want the armor destroyed, just simply deactivated? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I try to disenchant it. I've tried to remove the enchantments that I've bestowed upon it, but it seems to be getting stronger and stronger. It's It seems to have some kind of escalation to it. What's the armor made of? It's just a, a normal uh, armor. It's, it's a steel plate. Okay. How I many? mean, please, for all means, smash it to bits. But if there's any bit of it left that you want, you can have it. And when it comes for you, does it kind of just fly around almost like a magic carpet? Yes, it has like a big circle in the center which glows in beautiful blue hue. And it is a (laughs) red and gold trim. Is it made of iron? No, it is steel man. Ah, Now, guys, as much as I usually like destroying things, guys, kind of want this <laughs> <laughs> if we can trap it in uh, Finn's bag we might yeah. be onto something uh, Finn's bag is is a backpack oh. in in that sense uh, you could uh, it would be very tricky it would be very difficult but you could smash these things to bits slowly re- remove pieces like if you could lock their head off or the helmet off like rip one of the gauntlets, the arms, maybe one of the pauldrons, and slowly start putting it in the bag piece by piece, you wouldn't be able to, like, Scooby-Doo, like a big flat <laughs> potato sack, this kind of thing. Ah, oh, you saw through my plan. Okay. Yeah, we're not, we're not Scooby-Doo trapping this arm. <laughs> we could just hide in the backpack and, like, sneak around a second. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to suggest we put Flink in the backpack and draw him in. Mm. Uh, silly suggestion. Uh, I love it. Uh, you guys know with uh, with um, 
Finns uh, arcana nature and having the backpack for a while uh, it is the backpack is a interdimensional space inside of it where you do if at a pinch have about 10 minutes of air interesting okay, <laughs> okay. So. How, how about this Iron Man origin story yes we, we just need to capture it and get in it and then we can fly around sounds good before before we jump into that i do want to ask flink a uh, a question if i may it's slightly off topic um are you able or are you familiar with a family known as the oaks and their woven <laughs> goods <store? laughs> wow wow <laughs> fucking way and, and after he answers that i want to ask flink about the plumbing <laughs> you know that's written down on my fucking bit of scrap paper over here. <laughs> Double check D and D toilets. I, I just feel it's very. There's there's an open loop here, and I want to know where they've gone because I'm very unsatisfied. I want a scarf. Link Merriweather has never met anyone named Oak. Fuck. <laughs> Does. Uh, is there such a thing as the yellow pages? In- <laughs> <laughs> there are spells where you can magically send telepathic messages to people over great dis- dis- distances. Where might I find them? You do need to know them beforehand, though. Okay. You've just okay. got a new goal of something you're going to learn, Erephrax. Mm. Yes. I believe bards can learn the sending spell. Just so you can have like a pen friend correspondence with this couple. Let's do okay. So tell us where you live, Flink, and are you happy to lead us the way or are you now too terrified to go near your suit? Hmm, good question. He uh kinda looks at his slightly red tender nipple. (laughs) And again, hesitantly looks out the window and he's like um, I will uh, follow you uh, I will stay at a distance behind you uh, don't trip me over or stub my toe or anything like that or don't push me or flick my nips again <laughs> it was a tweak but yeah go a on tweak a flip <laughs> <laughs> whatever floats your boat mate should we uh, should we pay Hendrik and hit the road? Yeah, I just have a couple more questions for Mr. Merriweather here. Um, so, obviously the armour is enchanted to protect you. Does it have any strong feelings about, I don't know, strangers walking into your house? Or well, like I said, care about it that? was only meant to come to my aid, not even, like, not even put itself on me. It was only meant to kind of stand up and walk towards me, ready for me or the adventurer who becomes attuned to this device to then step into it or then start to put it on themselves. The fact that it started following me around the house, the fact that it catched me when I fell down the stairs was a miracle. I was glad when it uh, had a bit of a sentience and a mind of its own when I fell down the stairs and nearly broke my neck. However, they are getting jealous of me putting clothes on and cutting my finger when I was making dinner the other day. That's where we've got a bit of an issue now. Okay. And what, as, long as, you, uh, as long as you don't seem as a threat to him. As okay. long and as if we're able to disable it, would you be able to say, tune it to us? 
he uh, he nods. He's like, yes, uh, um, smash it to pieces by all means. Get rid of it. I don't want it. Uh, but anything that is uh, anything that's left intact, I should be able to correct. And then obviously you can have it. I mean, if you're going into my house, I mean, for what you're doing, I mean, not everything, but if there's anything that's not nailed down and you fancy, you just let me know and we'll make a deal about that. Your oh, wife. That's, that's excellent. It's good to have permission to that because we you. definitely would not have done that if you hadn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. Well, thank you so, so much. And does your armor have any weapons attached to it or is it purely just its itself? He, uh, the colour from his face has not returned. He's still a little bit kind of scared and perplexed about this thing. He has, well, not intentionally, not originally, but... Let's, uh, come on, Mr. Merriweather, real talk. How many swords are in the house? <laughs> roll, a, roll a persuasion. Uh... 18 plus whatever my bonus is. Hang on. Jesus. My persuasion's not bad. Um, persuasion is... Plus two. So, 20. Unnatural 20. Again, he does the, like, the leg crossy thing. He kind of looks down. He's a little bit embarrassed. About three or four. Okay. Okay. It's good we can be honest about this type of thing. But it only has two hands, right? And, uh... And, uh... And... I was... I was working on a flying carpet as well. <laughs> we definitely I don't know. That. I don't know if that'll work anymore. It might. Well, it's good to know. That. Is there anything else that you might want to mention, incidentally, offhand, just in case it... It comes up. Well, with that 20, yeah, I think with that 20. With that unnatural 20, definitely. He's like, <laughs> I'm just going to keep leaning. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and then. <laughs> well, like I said, like, if you do this for me and you save me from my own suit of armor, don't take anything because I have magically arcanered and entrapped devices to prevent thievery, but keep a note on things and if there's anything you fancy we can then barter it but don't grab it off the wall because it might kill you okay so things that aren't nailed down we can take things that are nailed down we make a list of (laughs) (laughs) just make a general list don't take anything just in case it's magically enchanted okay um Uruprax you have paper and pen right I do get a nice fresh sheet because <laughs> we're Wait, taking the law. I want to get the sound effect. There we go. Uruprex skins through his little uh, paint, uh, parchments and little journal he's got. He finds the one page that doesn't have a dirty limerick on it and uh, rips it off. <laughs> and there was no lady from Hunt. <laughs> As you were. Wow. Okay. Yep. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, I think think we should storm into this. I think we should go for it. Let's just go in, see what happens. Go team. See if uh, we can get some better rolls, eh, folks? A lovely adventure begins yet again. (laughs) Bizarre. 
Okay, so Flink Merriweather lives in here in Russelton. Uh, he, uh, again, keeping very good 10, 15 foot away from you guys and very consciously keeping an eye on the ground, making sure he doesn't accidentally like step on a pebble or a bit of sharp something or get a splinter. He's almost like starfishing, waddling from side to side, being very cautious not to step on anything or not to accidentally trip over. I'm going to roll for him just to see if he accidentally falls over, because that'd be fun. <laughs> no, we're good. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> good old Flink. Good old Flink Meriwether. Uh, it takes a little while. Uh, he lives quite near the shoreline, quite the uh, slightly bigger, slightly nicer houses. Uh, similar kind of design to Rada's, one of the nicer, fancier houses. Two, maybe three. Uh, sorry, one, maybe two stories. It's nice around here, isn't it, it guys? Although he said that he is a local uh, enchanter and wizard who obviously makes magical enchanted items and sells them onto adventurers. He doesn't seem to have like a house with a shop at the bottom of it, uh, and he does tell you that obviously he doesn't want everybody coming to him all wanting magical swords and armor and stuff. He's more of a hobby, and then he goes to the adventurers and like puts his magical items out on market days and stuff. He doesn't want to make a huge business out of it and a huge fuss about it. Fair enough. Each to his own. All right. Uh, he gets to a good good 30 foot from the front his front door and stops dead he he doesn't go any further he's like uh, right uh, in you pop okie dokie um, you mentioned some magical traps Frank. Um, anything on the front door were you able to just walk in nice and safely yes 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 that's fine Okay. Wait, no, he puts his hand and goes, wait! <laughs> he takes a one more step forward. Okay, now you should be fine. <laughs> well, guys, he's going first. I'll go first. Good luck. I just walk up to the door, open it confidently, and step inside. Alrighty, I love it. Uh, so, it is quite a nice house, but as you step in, it is... A little bit in disarray. Kind of, he, he strikes you as a man who is focused more on his work, and he's let his kind of house go a little bit. There is a large kind of pile of pots and pans in the uh, sink that has not been done. Uh, the pillows on the sofa are just kind of tossed about and slightly crumpled. They haven't been fluffed or anything. Quite a big film of dust kind of around the edges of this room. So definitely like a track of clean carpet where he's been going to and from and stuff. Looks like he could do with a, a female touch or a maid or at least to stop for a bit and at least do his house and tidy his house before he actually starts the next project. There is a nice smell and a nice waft of a, a quite similar stew to what you were having at the winged horse over kind of on the arga kind of slightly slowly bubbling and churning away uh, there is a wooden spoon inside it that is just stirring itself slowly 
Magical spoon, add that to the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this going to be like a, when you go through the Argos catalogue and you, <laughs> you circle all the toys and you fold all the corners? <laughs> yeah. We're going to go through like it's swapping stickers. Got, 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 need. <laughs> need, need, got, need, need, got. The speed used to be able to do that. And oh, yeah. <laughs> got, got, need, need, got, 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 got. Um, so he said the, you know, the armour creature the armor whatever you want to call it is is potentially locked in the basement or chills out in the basement and i mean uh, from what you remember him telling you yes his kind of workshop where he was making the armor is downstairs in the basement yeah so i mean all this armor so far has tried to do is protect this guy try to make him wear the armor it hasn't he hasn't told us that it's violent or you know attacks random people do we just need to sort of have a casual walk down into the basement and have a look or do we need to sort of come up with a different idea here i i, mean, I put my hand up and mentioned that i have tweaked his nipple <laughs> so if do you we... can sense that ah okay we, we, yeah you're in danger it might try yeah. and tweak your nipple at very least joke for him i have no nipples nip for a nip but before we go into where the armour is going to be, if we're going to have a look around, if we expect the encounter with the armour down the basement, do we have a quick look up here first to see if there's anything that might help us or any clues? Mm. And then when we go downstairs, we'll approach carefully, maybe see how it reacts. I'm not sure if it understands speech. Maybe there's a ghost in it. Maybe we can reason with it. <laughs> but if not... <laughs> a ghost? <laughs> a ghost? We are going to be doing this. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if we're going to do that, we should really set some type of trap, which will inevitably go wrong. Someone should lose their glasses. Um, I, I'd yeah. like to eat a big sandwich. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have your pet dog, don't you? Oh, Phil, you've got pet dog. You've just befriended it. Phil Collie. <laughs> no, Phil Collie. That was it. <laughs> wow. We are geniuses. <laughs> Is he still with us? No, he's not with us, but he he's he's out there. He's still in Russelton, kicking so about. Is stray dog in Russelton called Phil? Yes. <laughs> and I I've, still, I, I've still got my kippers, actually, so he might still be interested. The I fish bet is on. Uh, I don't think they're going to be good. <laughs> good <yeah. laughs> I mean, did they start good? Uh, been, uh, they were they were like smoked dry, like kipper jerky. Yeah, but they were uh, they were they were uh, they were already jerky, and then buried, some, uh, someone buried the them in the sand. We took them so, down into the uh, sand. They, they have been buried in the sand, and they have been dredged in like <laughs> sewer water. Oh. We did have a massive rumble in a sewer, <laughs> and I don't recall at any point during the fight with those knolls where we say, "Now I tread carefully around the gross water." <laughs> <laughs> Nor have any of you guys said, "I wash." Because <laughs> we don't. Just because we're men. <laughs> These keppers yep. are ripe right now. They are very ripe. Okay, <laughs> so you've got this uh, very unkept uh, kind of uh, kind of central of the house. The uh, spoon slowly turning and stirring the pot. The dinner table is just full of just scrolls, bits of paper, books, like several piles of books couple of boxes and crates just full of like what you could only imagine to be 
blueprints and other just sketches and experiments and writing his like writing his discoveries down Finn do you reckon recognize any bestsellers from the magical world of, of tomes upon the table I consider opening my bag and just just supermarket well, sweeping I, 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 re- I resist I resist be careful because traps exactly but is there anything exactly. we want to add anything you see here that you want to add to the list um, I'll dis- I'll discuss it with him later. I want to see this magic carpet. That's my priority at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Should we search the Should we search the majority of the house before we head down for the carpet and other clues? Um, we could, or we could just go down. Uh, it looks like there is a staircase that leads up to the to the first floor, and then it seems like uh, there is like a. Not a cupboard under the stairs, but there seems to be a door under the stairs, which you assume would then bank in and go down into his basement. We might as well take a look upstairs. I uh, I think it's interesting this like how everything's dusty, but you can see the sort of roof he's uh, walked through the place. So the armor isn't running around on its own. It hasn't like disturbed. Yeah. No one's watching this guy outside. I'd like to stand by the door and keep an eye on Flink. All right, excellent. Could could you do it for his protection? Could you do it from the roof? I could do it from the roof, but I won't. I'm going to do it by the door. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, in that case, will I have a quick recce upstairs and anyone who wants to join me will head up. See what happens. I casually pick up a coffee mug that I see on the side and tilt it and see all the mould inside and then just put it yeah, back. Yeah, that is dry and mouldy at the bottom. Oh, you were w- lucky that wasn't tr- a booby trap. <laughs> <There> wasn't. <laughs> Maybe it could be. Maybe it could be a booby trap coffee mug. <laughs> I'm going to enchant my my old coffee mugs. I don't want anyone drinking my dregs. I'm coming back for those. <laughs> I'll read I'm coming TV. back for those mouldy dregs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, some of you... Uh, Oran and a couple of others, if they want to, head upstairs. Brax, you uh, just slightly open the front door ajar. And you see him, he's just kind of swinging, swinging his arms lazily, just like kind of rocking back and forth with the balls <laughs> of his feet. Just doing like the slapping his high hands against his thighs, just... <laughs> not <of>. too hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Kind of looking up and down the street, making sure no one's coming. Luckily, it's, uh, it's getting it's getting to the uh, early evening. People are probably indoors, minding their own business and having suppers. Considers maybe going up and kind of leaning against the little stone fence, which uh, section is off his front garden. And I think's better of it. Just <laughs> keeps keeps standing there. All right, Uruprax upstairs. It is more of the same. Just scraps of parchment rolled up scrolls books just lazily haphazardly thrown everywhere pretty much every book is either stacked on top of each other or haphazardly or all left open at particular pages some books are propping up other books because he was trying to read it as he was doing something else there seems to be like a bit of a writing desk up here uh the quill and the ink has accidentally spilled over and it's just a mess the bed is unkept. You can imagine once he's finished all his crazy mad scientist 
evil wizardy, not evil wizardy, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> oh. No, no, that was a Freudian slip. He's not, he's not. <laughs> he's not even, uh, um, He's not actually evil. Canonically <laughs> not evil. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see on the podcast, but I'm winking. <laughs> it looks like his bed is just unkept. It gets to the point of night where he's just exhausted from his experimentation. He comes upstairs and just falls onto it. He doesn't even tuck himself in. Hardworking guy. Is there? I mean, because we're we're imagining that this flying carpet is going to be, I don't know, rolled up somewhere or even you know maybe flying around. But could it be? You know, is there any sort of? Uh, I don't know, small rugs that are trampled underfoot, getting dusty, because I think he said it maybe doesn't work uh, on the floor or anything like that. Interesting. Uh, Roll an investigation for me. Oh, it's not good, guys. Two. (laughs) Two. Two. Looking about. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even see the floor. <laughs> you didn't even recognise you're in a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you kind of have that moment of like, man, I've really let myself go. Oh wait, this is my house. <laughs> <Kind of thing. laughs> uh, by the bedside table, there's like a end of a French baguette that is just, it looks stale and like bone dry. It looks like it's going to turn to dust at any second. <laughs> it's been there for so long. Uh, is anyone else upstairs with Oran? I've come up with him to take a little look. All right, excellent. Uh, you can roll investigation too, then, if you fancy. I shall. <laughs> Scamos, help me out. I can't see the floor. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do much better. I'm hoping I have a decent bonus. Um, oh, I do. Right, I rolled a ten, and but I have a plus five on investigation. I'm like, come Ooh. on, though. Oof a doof. Uh, yeah, okay. Having a look around, again, it's just the same. It's unkept, it's un- very t- very messy. Uh, however, his pillow on his bed is immaculate, like pristine. Like fresh, fresh from my Ikea, out of the packet, and all the <laughs> air's gone back into it and it's fluffed back up. Oh, nice. Magic I mean, pillow. Can we investigate the pillow because we may have something for the list? <laughs> yeah, sure. You can go up to the go up to his bed and stuff if have you want. Look, have a look at the little. Have a look. Have a have a closer look at this mysteriously mar- um, meticulously kept pillow. All right. And you get a little bit kind of closer to it, and you can smell. It's like it smells almost like kind of a rose petaly, kind of a bit kind of like the beach, kind of like sandy. You can imagine, like, it smells like a Yankee candle. It smells like... <laughs> like, if it was a Yankee candle, it would say a day at the beach kind of thing. It kind of smells like the salt air and kind of rose petaline, like, fresh sand. Well, very nice suit. I think he should give up the armour business and go into selling scented pillows, because I bet there's a big market for such a nice-smelling pillow out there. I really want to rub my kipper on it. <laughs> you can totally rub the kipper on I'm it. Not go- I'm not going to. I could destroy something. So Despoil you- such a perfect pillow. Yeah. It would. Um, um, go ahead. Could I also, um, who I've also come upstairs, could I do a bit of a 
investigation or even a perception just to see if there's anything out of the ordinary any magical items that sort of stand out or anything like that sure uh you could roll investigation if you wanted to like oran and scamos start actually going through and methodically looking at stuff or if you wanted to roll a perception just to kind of get a read on the room yeah maybe i'll just do the do, do the read then uh, yeah, so sure. yeah, i'll do a perception so 12 plus 5 so 17 just have a bit of a see if there's any magical items standing out you know from a glance perhaps uh you too have caught sight of this beautiful beautiful mm. pillow okay okay Can you see if it's it's enchanted at all? Is it magically really nice, or is it just a great pillow? (laughs) Um, I can certainly go over there, give it a good smell. It smells, it smells nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I, can I detect for magic? Yeah, sure. Just kind of, kind of wave a hand over it, maybe place a hand on it, and get get quite close to it. I sort of give it a bit, bit of a sniff. Okay. You, can, you can smell magic sometimes. <laughs> As you get really close to it, the spell that is enchanted in the pillow activates. Oh my god. <laughs> this is going to be good. The sleep spell <laughs> erupts from the pillow. <laughs> right in my face. <laughs> okay, so everybody in a 90-foot range, oh my which god. is everybody in the house... All will start to take the effect of the sleep. So I'm going to roll a ton of dice, and then we're going to start deducting your HP. And if you hit zero, you fall asleep. <laughs> that includes me. <laughs> that includes you. Within that, so everybody gets this beautiful waft of rose petals <laughs> and like fresh sand at the beach, and everyone's eyes get really fucking heavy. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. 90 feet where's how far how far away is Merryweather that's really far uh, Could yeah I think Merryweather would fall asleep 90 feet away it depends it depends okay right all the neighbours and everything will be falling asleep the whole street's gonna <laughs> <laughs> every it time be, this guy goes to bed yes with... <laughs> it's, it's let's see I've got look at the okay. happiness on your face <laughs> We may be dealing with this problem in the morning, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I've got to roll a bunch of dice. Bear with. Okay, beautiful. Uh, who was closest? That would be Finn, right? My yeah. face. My face <laughs> is in the pillows. Finn, how many uh, how many hit points do you have? Um, so I've got fourteen left out of seventeen. You've got fourteen. You're asleep. <laughs> you, you just flop on the <laughs> straight on the pillow. Okay. Uh, uh, and then it was probably Scamos closest. Scamos, yeah, how many hit points do was... you have? Oh, now I wiped my temporary when we finished the last game. Twenty-one is my max. Um, I was probably on about half from the battle with the Nulls. So, without checking, shall we say I've got twelve? <laughs> 12 it nearly gets you as well you almost like you're about to faint you go really wobbly but you manage to kind of shake it off and like oh kind of and you manage to jolt upright and you just see there's a fin like 
on this bed, drooling. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have enough magic in that pillow to get all of you, but Finn's out for the count and dozing like a baby. <laughs> Scamos nearly got it and nearly just, fell asleep as well. Just feel uh, like absolute <laughs> shit now <laughs> because I'm just very tired. <laughs> uh, Uraprax and Oran, you both like just do this out of the blue, no, a really big yawn. You're like, oh, Jesus. Like one of those really big ones that like gets you twice, and you're like, oh, what? oh I see, here comes another one. Oh, the double. But that's that weird kind of like guttural sound, like like, <laughs> like a full-on hippo yawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the inception noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the sound uh, the pillow makes when it goes off. <laughs> uh, somehow soothing. There's the title for this episode. Uh, it's got to be something like, you know, uh, Inception, uh, Inception noise. Pillow Noises or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Inception Pillow Talk. That's the one. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so uh, you kind of your uh, Scamosh, your vision goes really blurry, but you manage to shake it off, and you see there is a fin in front of you just out of the count. Oran and uh, Scamosh, you let off a huge yawn, and Oran, you're there as well. You see that uh, Finn's just asleep on his bed. <laughs> it's not a problem, guys. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Wake up. <laughs> yeah, the best sleep in your goddamn life. <laughs> yeah, well, so- you know you'll wake up like healed and everything from the sleep won't you so it'll be actually be good I'm counting on it I'm counting on it I call up guys it's gone quiet up there <laughs> is is Merriweather is, is he asleep outside or is he alright <laughs> uh, he's okay he's okay good, uh, good. Bye. oh actually you're already now <laughs> so can we do we do we let Finn have a little sleep or do we try and rouse him or will that not be possible if you're magically asleep you guys have no idea you do whatever you like that's why we're asking maybe the <laughs> maybe the armor's asleep <laughs> <laughs> maybe shall we well you know what for the want of trying shall, shall I try and rouse Finn <gasps> what if he's got the oaks the oaks what? the oaks are asleep <laughs> It depends if I live next door or not within 90 feet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the orcs are in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I hope no one was, like, cooking or anything in one of the other houses. <laughs> just sit the stove and then just falls into it. <laughs> Someone next door is like, oh, I'll just put the deep fat fryer on. <laughs> You know, I can go for some fried chicken. Real talk talk behind the curtain here. That genuinely happened um, in my house. My mum doesn't listen to podcasts, so she won't be shamed by this. My my sister had gone... My my mum, famously, is... um, She has a very poor sleep pattern. Will be up most of the night, just either... She gets up very early, and then about nine o'clock, she's... She'll conk out in front of the old TV. My sister, I had left home by this point. My sister had been out for an evening just visiting some friends. <laughs> she got home to find the kitchen pretty much ablaze and my mom just asleep on the sofa in the <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh wow. So what, she just she... Left, left the deep fryer like boil like boiling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. 
yeah, classic chip pad fire like in the 80s. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it didn't happen anymore, but no, this was like 2008. Jesus. But yeah, everyone is fine. Good. Okay, so you're just like shaking Finn? Um, maybe I will, you know, do like a mom waking up. I'll, I'll do some clapping of the hands and I will say, sorry, I disturbed the dogs by clapping. I'll clap my hands, tell him to wake up. Um, why don't you put another makeup? And then we'll go from there. Go for a makeup. That's not enough. You reckon you might have to actually grab him and shake him or even just slap him about a bit? Oh, I don't have a. Well, apologizing to Finn, I'll, I'll slap him across. Aaron, give it, see if you can use the kip as a, like a smelling salt. Oh, give that a very oh, good idea. Oh, give it a little, yeah. little waft. Worst yeah. way to wake up ever. I waft it right kippers, under his nose. <laughs> kippers for breakfast. The sandy, <laughs> rank, ripe, sewagey kippers. You, Finn, you're awake with a star. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, I the spell is broken. Going on, <laughs> yeah. okay, guys. We've learned an important lesson here today. We've learned that kipper, these kippers that we should now treasure, are excellent remedies for any sleep enchantments. Hmm. Yeah. And as they get mouldier and older, they become more powerful. Yeah. I can only imagine <laughs> they level up with the sleeping that's, spells. That's it. That's it. I'm getting so more I'm, confident. I'm going to win this bet. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm awake then, and I'm just. I'm probably just throwing up everywhere at this disgusting, putrid-smelling fish. <laughs> I call out again. Guys, what's going on up there? Um, we shout, I shout back down. Little instant with a sleep spell, but we've just found out that we've got the most powerful anti-sleep spell magical item in the universe. Um, these kippers probably need a, a legendary name. We'll work on that later. We'll workshop it. I, I stare at Flink and go... Sleep spell, what the hell have you sent them into? Oh, are you shouting out to him, like, out the front door? Mm-hmm. Uh, I said don't touch anything. That's my pillow. It helps me sleep. <laughs> he only smelled it. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't go near it. <laughs> well, fine, we won't, I guess. I said don't touch it. Did he? He must have got really close to it. <laughs> didn't say I'm now leaning out the front bedroom window <laughs> never specifically said not to smell a pillow <laughs> why are you smelling pillows well I didn't do it I was <laughs> is there anything else that we should not only touch but not smell look at funny taste we have just walked into this guy's house and started sniffing his bed <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway, while I'm here, what colour is the magic carpet? Oh. <laughs> Don't sniff it. Uh, what colour is the magic carpet? Blue and purple. Oh, blue and purple. Very good. Excellent. Well, I think that's all for now. Um, I, hope it, I hope it doesn't get cold out. It won't be long. I'm crying. <laughs> you alright? <laughs> I love how our, our group has to be specifically told not to smell people. <laughs> not to smell <laughs> I can imagine we're going to be far more thorough when we question for future like quest givers. Right, is there anything we should not be smelling, <laughs> tasting? Now, should we not feel a particular way while we're in here? <laughs> really trying to cover all our abstract concepts. Okay. 
of the five um, senses, which ones can and can't we do? <laughs> right. Before we go back downstairs, is there anything of interest on the on the desk where he's been writing? I saw the quill was just aside, right? Sniff it. Uh, I won't quill. touch it. I'm gonna look <laughs> with my eyes. Uh, I'm not an idiot. Totally I'm going to lick the quill. Oh. You got this. You got this the quill. Oh god. Uh, again, it is. Just, <laughs> it looks like he was writing something. Uh, he's accidentally had maybe you assume like a a piece like inspiration, and he's been inspired to like, oh my god, that's the key, that's the thing I need to do. And he's got up from the desk and run down to the lab, and like the ink well and the ink part and the the quill have just knocked over and it's just like dry, a big puddle of dried solid black ink. So the papers are spoiled. Uh, quite a few of them are like the central ones in the middle of this desk like all the other books and scrolls and pieces of paper scattered about the place are still intact okay is there anything we have a quick read does anything catch our attention to have a read out here that we can read that isn't ruined I think so roll uh, uh, um, investigation again Ah, that plus five is going to come in handy if I don't roll <laughs> poorly, which I've rolled reasonably poorly. So I rolled a seven. In total, seven plus five. Yeah, I've, I've rolled seven, then plus five, sorry. Alrighty. Uh, a lot of it doesn't really make any sense. Uh, too bad. It, seems, it oh. seems like recipes for like meals that you've never heard of nor would ever eat random ingredients random things that he has to do one of them goes into some kind of weird thing about doing it while hanging from the ceiling been there (laughs) and then he's got like a from what's not covered in ink he has sketched out like how he could buy like a chain and manacles from like a blacksmith and then attach it to one of the rafters because apparently he needs to do this spell of this enchantment while hanging upside down kind of thing and he started to go into the details and start to plan how he's going to make these like ankle cuffs for him to hang upside down and still do his work I've got a pretty good idea of what he's into (laughs) if we go down to this basement it's a sex dungeon it's going to take more than magical armour and carpets to pay us off for what we're going to see I was going to say why do you think he was naked (laughs) I'm surprised this wasn't your first guess Right. Wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute, guys! Wait a minute! We've been approached by a naked man who has convinced us to go into his basement. Look, and if anything, his bedding, and if we've any... sniffed his pillows. I mean, and come he on. has a chloroform pillow. Yeah, he has yeah. a chloroform pillow. Look, <laughs> if it turns out that this has happened, like. I imagine in this world as well, cancel culture is right. As long as we like, we will speak out about this, and he will never work in this town again. Will ruin his career. <laughs> yeah, and rightly so. Time's up, fuckers. Anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll. Um, if there's nothing else to be gained from the bedroom, unless anyone else wants to look at anything, shall we shake ourselves? You know, shake off the thing. The <laughs> the chloroform pillow effect and head out and head down to investigate a little further. On the, on the way downstairs, I just angrily pick up the pillow and just throw it in the pile Don't of touch it. and say, "Fuck the pillow." You you touched the pillow. Uh oh. Uh oh. 
<laughs> at a distance, at a distance. Uh, you know what? I'll be kind. Uh, this has this pillow is enchanted with one sleep spell, which resets every morning. Let's say. Very good. Very good. So good it is. Music. Although still smells nice, uh, it does not make you feel drowsy in any way. The second time you touch the pillow, you just throw it on the floor. You just put it in the backpack. What you're doing? Yeah, throw, throw, throw it in the pile of sick, just to like. We threw it in the got... kipper sick. Effectively, yeah, yeah. effectively, yeah. there is a sleep grenade we have here. Yeah. <laughs> we keep this. That's a good idea. I mean, it's covered oh, yeah. in sick now. Do we want it? Oh, we're we're covered in sewer, so yes. All right, I'll stick it in the bag. It goes in the bottomless bottomless bag. Okay, there is no glory. Have a sec. Wow, wait. Okay, well that's the bedroom done. So you guys want to go downstairs to the basement now? Yeah. Before we head down to the basement, do we have a quick recce of what state everyone's in? Because I think like. Who's in? Who's in? What kind of condition before we go? Before we go down to the basement? Because it I might think, be a might be a fight. So I think we just need to burst in and just sniff everything and get on with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, 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 if the armor is going to be running and trying to find its keeper, yeah. I as as you guys come downstairs and look to go into the basement, I I ask you to stop and I I'd, I'd like to go outside and drag the naked man in because if he can draw the armor to him, that oh, saves you guys going down to the basement. Well, I was going to suggest that earlier. I was going to suggest that we like mock attack him, because then like the the armor should pr- try and protect him, right? But we don't actually know what the arm, how the armor is going to react. It might just be completely stationary when we open the basement. We're assuming that it's running about down there, like hammering to get out. But I think like, can we listen? Is there any? Have a listen let's, at the door. Let's go listen at the door, and see if we can hear anything first. Could we stealth but Otherwise, it? I'm like kind of with you because I'm kind mm. of thinking along the same. Draw way. it out. Don't go down there. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, are you guys are you guys discussing this actually in game, or is this yeah. just that we just? Yeah. Okay. So, Uruprax, you want to go outside and drag him inside? Well, I I I think. Let, let, you let's guys listen. To to listen. The, let's listen at the door first, and then let's go yeah. get him. Okay. Who's listening? Oh, who's go- who's going to have the best perception? Um, I've got plus five perception. I think you should listen. Best I'll, listener. I'll have a bit of a listen to the door. He's a good listener. He's a barman, he is. isn't he? By trade, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> a good listener. Okay, Finn, listen at so, the door. Fourteen plus five, nineteen. Nineteen, excellent. You hear the telltale signs almost it's almost like you're back at the academy there's the humming and whirring of magical crystals that kind of pulse with arcane energy you can hear the occasional like bubbling and churning of potions and chemistry sets and just alchemy stuff that's going on down there even when you put your hand against the door like the kind of radiant kind of pulsing energy that Arcana kind of gives off. You can even feel like the door slightly vibrating. Kind of reminds you of like one of your favourited or one of your preferred professors back at the academy. His room, almost everything had a slight kind of thrum to it because there was just so much Arcana in there. Uh, but apart from like the mad evil scientist laboratory bubbling and churning and humming and glowing and pulsing uh you can't hear like you can't hear like a suit of armor clunking around in a circle essentially 
don't, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I want to try my way. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I go out and grab the I grab Flink's wrist and start dragging him towards the house. Okay. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna resist that. So let's do like a little competed strength roll. Okay. To see if you are stronger than him and able to actually start pulling him. Okay. <laughs> I know this is going to be good already. <laughs> what did you roll? What did you get? <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> I got five. <laughs> plus. I got five. I got three plus two. I got five. <laughs> Straight five. I got five. <laughs> well, uh, Flink Merriweather is not the strongest person. Uh, he I has walk a minus. His hand. <laughs> he has a minus one to strength. And I rolled a five, so he got a four. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, so there's like, two people just like an eh! <laughs> yeah. the You kind of you strut out of the front door and kind of start making a beeline towards him. He's like, I told you not to touch the pillow. I told you not to touch the pillow. I told you not to touch the pillow. <laughs> kind of grab him by the wrist and start pulling him into the house. He's like, no, 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 don't, don't pull me in. Don't, don't pull me in here. And then you hear it. It comes echoing from down the uh, down the uh, alleyway, like down the street. This horrible, just kind of like a writhing scream, but very metallic-y. Like again, he goes white in the face, and he kind of looks down the road. He's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Kind of thing. You see a just a suit of armor, completely empty. It doesn't seem to even have like some kind of magical glowing body inside of it. It is just armor that is has a mind of its own. And it is just charging towards Flink. Get him inside. As, <laughs> <laughs> as it starts charging towards you, you can see it. It's getting closer and closer. It's just charging towards you like just full on sprint. Doesn't seem to be tiring or faulting because it is just just magic and metal. It draws a sword, and as it draws the sword, it lets go, and this sword starts kind of spinning and orbiting around the armor. <laughs> and it lets out this horrible, like, <laughs> as it's running towards you. Everybody roll initiative. Natural 20, baby. 10. Nine. Three. Oh! oh. <laughs> Everyone's still sleepy. Natural <laughs> <laughs> 20. Uh, Finn was a nine, was he? Yes. Uh, Uruprax, what was yours? Ten. Ten. And Flink Merriweather. Oh, Jesus. He rolled a three, so he's even he's even worse at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Scamos, you were in the uh you started to yeah, you were down in the, the ground floor next to the uh the soup which is stirring itself and you just hear this horrible writhing mechanical sound from outside and you hear uh Flink start screaming and like cursing and just, no 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 
and you can hear like this just clong, 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 clong as this thing's getting closer. What do you do? Okay, so first things first, as it's coming in the street, he knows his house quite well. I'm going to shout out, I'm going to shout out to Oroprax and Frink outside, like, get him inside now. So as I as I yelled that, um, what's the structure of this ground floor like? Is there a window I can see out of or is my best shot the door? Oh, no, there are, there are windows, windows and a door. And how far away is the armor at this point? Uh, I'd say probably about 50 foot. What is my bow range? <laughs> what is your bow range? Excellent. Uh, do you have a long bow or a short bow? A short bow. I shall tell you. A short bow. Yeah, your range, you can shoot it up to 80 feet before it starts uh, degrading. So it's degrading. in range, right? Yep, it so- is in range. I want to leave the I want to leave the door clear, having shouted the guys to to get to get get him inside, get old Merryweather inside. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go to the window, elbow that bad boy open. Bear in mind, I've opened every other window in the front of the house at this point <laughs> to shout out of, and then I'm going to very deliberately take a shot at its leg to try and disable it. All right. Uh, roll an attack. Sure, I get advantage on this, right? With assassinate, my yes, yes, with your assassinate, and this is the first attack of the game, and you've gone before the uh, before the enemies, so yeah, you do get advantage on this assassination. Great. Do I get sneak on that, or is it engaged? So uh, it if it count? hits, yes, it would be a sneak attack as well. Right. So uh, roll on my attack. So, roll the 15 and plus 4. 19? So 19. Oh, it just hits. You've done it. Woo! <laughs> nice. I, so, I've done that, so I don't need to roll again with the advantage, because I did okay with that one. Uh, just in case you critical hit, might as well. Okay. I doubt I'll do as well this second time. Well, fuck me dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, rolled a, I rolled a 19 that time. So, Still good, but not a critical not, hit. Not a critical hit. I probably used up all my nice throws as well. I'll be absolutely <laughs> in shit for the rest of this game. Um, okay, so I uh, say, so, so can I have my sneak attack on that one? Sorry, the yeah, yeah. So your so short I, bow is a d6 plus your dexterity. Yeah, one d6 plus two I have here. Uh huh. And then I believe your sneak attack at the moment will be two, maybe three d6 as well. Yeah, my sneak attack is two d6. Excellent. Right. So right. 3d6 plus 2. So I rolled um, So I rolled a d6. So my first d6 is a 3, so that's 5. Mm-hmm. And then my sneak attack is... I've rolled a 4. And another 4. Okay. So, uh, like, 13 in total? Yeah, so do I... Just to make sure I'm I'm right here. So with my sneak attack, do I get the plus two on that as well, or is it just? I uh, know it's just you just roll the two six-sided dice yeah. and add that. In, in that case, yeah, I got eight in the two extras and then the other one. So, so Alrighty. that's that's an end. Yeah, you just wrench this bow back and you just let it fly, and it goes straight into one of the uh, like five plates that uh, is of the armor. It kind of connects manages to kind of go into the gap where the actual leg would go 
and you can see it kind of rattling around inside the uh, the thigh and the <laughs> the calf and the shoe part of this armor. Two seconds. Alrighty. That was a good first hit. But this thing is just charging towards you. Well, not towards you guys. It's charging distinctively towards Flink. Okay, Iraprax, you are up next. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I... Mm. I'm going to go for something pretty ballsy that's probably going to fail I want to give Flink a little bit of a, a push backwards to try and keep him behind and then I want to run at the thing and I want to grab that sword you want to grab the sword I want to grab the sword <laughs> screaming there can be only one I hope <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so you guys are out in the uh, front of the house. It is running towards you guys. It's still about 50 foot away, so you wouldn't be able to close the the gap. Oh. Well, you, you would be able to close the gap, but it would take your action and your movement, so you wouldn't then be able to grab that sword. In that case, I shall start off with a shatter. Nice. Knew the shatter was coming out. <laughs> shatter is coming out. Uh, I need to roll a... I don't have much in the way of long range, so... <laughs> Shatter's served us so well. Don't jinx it! In the past. <laughs> okay, I need to roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, I'm going to have to roll that with a disadvantage, because your you Shatter... Are. You are. is incredibly effective against inorganic material. <laughs> <laughs> My con is pretty high, though, so we'll have to wait and see. 
Do 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 do. Yeah, I got a, I got a nineteen. Uh, so that doesn't it connects, but it doesn't do the full amount of damage. Uh, roll your three d eight, and I only take half of it. Five, seven, one, <laughs> thirteen. Thirteen, and I'll round that down half to six. All right. You just kind of click your finger, and this um, huge thunderous boom just radiates, ringing from the armor. The arm almost vibrates with it, and it lets out this horrible, like, the bells kind of thing. I hope Phil Collie isn't nearby, because that'll affect him, too. Yeah, you can hear the dog barking. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, after that huge boom now, once again, we've all got tinnitus. Everyone sounds like the teacher from Charlie Brown. There's like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Finn, you are groggy, but it's your go. (laughs) How far away am I from the armor? Uh, if you were to uh, take up arms in one of the windows, like uh, Scamos is doing, it's about 50 foot away. Oh, okay. Um, I did have an idea that I would have to be very close to the armor, which probably wouldn't be good for me. Just tell it you love it. Oh, fortune <laughs> favors the bold. <laughs> well, if, if I was to get, if I was to run to the armor, would that be my move over uh yes yes yeah. uh, as a half elf i think you've only got like a 30 foot speed so you yeah. gotta get the whole way there no worries okay i'll sort of um hide behind a little window or something then if that's possible and i think i will go for a chromatic orb excellent throw that orb so it's a 1d20 i believe Yep, so you'll roll your 20-sided dice to see if it connects. 19. Oh, yeah, it does. Perfect. Okay, and uh, with your chromatic orb, you get to choose the effect. So it could be fire, ice, acid, thunder, lightning. Yeah, so I'm thinking lightning, since it's metal. All right. This small little kind of ball of energy. Yeah. You create this small ball of energy in the palm of your hand and it starts to shift from like a red to a yellow to a green to a purple and it stops on like this kind of almost whitish blue. You huck it out, just soars into the air, collides with this armor and just like electric just shoots all the way over it. Uh, Nice. Yeah, your damage is 3d8, I believe, or 2d8. Let me double check that. Uh, So it's 1d8 for each slot level of one. Oh Um, yeah, are you cranking it up to? Yeah. Okay, so it'd be 4d8. That's a lot of damage, is it? Is it not? <laughs> Depends how you roll. Yeah, Could be okay. 4. <laughs> <laughs> so d8, so I believe that's an 8. That's the one. <laughs> one. Hey! One, okay, yep. It begins. 6. Uh-huh, we're getting there, we're getting there. <laughs> One. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Everyone seems to be doing 13 points of damage at the moment. This is very weird. Alright. This armor takes all that. 
This is great armor, guys. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Until we destroy it. Okay, the armor. It just is running. It's running, it's running, it's running. It will not take an action. It's going to use its movement and its action to close the gap. Because uh, Flink hasn't had his go yet. He's still outside. This armor is just beelining. Just making a straight line towards Flink. And almost, almost unnaturally gets right up to him. Like inches and stops dead. <laughs> Bolts upright. God. Flink just slowly looks up at this thing. Oran, it is your go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why are we even destroying it? So far, it's it's doing exactly what it's been told to do. I mean, this seems pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, like, I had a plan. I had a fiendish plan. But I fear that I can't do it because. So Flink is outside right now. Flink is outside. You guys have shouted for him to come in, but it is not his go yet. All of this stuff is like happened over the course of like three seconds. I'll tell you guys what my plan was, and maybe we can orchestrate it together. I don't know if we're talking in game or out game and whether or not the armor uh, hear this. I mean, if you want to start discussing stuff in get battle, it would be slightly metagamey. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're probably not allowed. You're gonna have to make a call. You could uh you could do your action and then as I would allow like as a minor action for you to shout to the group of like, we need to capture it, we need to run, let's wait and see what happens kind of thing, but Ah okay. The time for planning is over. Now is the time for action. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sort of like unsure whether to attack it or not. Is this a good idea? It, it hasn't attacked Link yet. This is what I'm thinking as well. Can I... Um, if I was to use... Oh no, I think it would send... If I was to use Thunder Wave, it would send everyone back, wouldn't it? Uh, yes, your Thunder Wave is 15 foot radius uh, centered at yourself, so you would have to close the gap, get up there, and it would also affect Uraprax and Flink. Flink. You don't have the ability. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you don't have the ability to pick and choose who it is. It's everyone in that radius. Okay. Um... Good for when you're surrounded. Not good if you're trying to single someone else out and the, your allies are also in the area. <laughs> Let me see, so... Okay, shield doesn't do anything for Flink either. Oh, guys, this is tricky. If Flink had been inside, I had, like, the best idea. <laughs> um... Maybe what are you, you doing, could, Aura? Maybe you could get in the armor. Yeah, I mean, I think I have to. Clo I think I have to approach the armor, and flink. Uh, All right. I. I'm not gonna attack him though. I th I'm not gonna attack him. I I'm gonna walk out to the armor, close the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, uh, because obviously you guys are new to D and D. 
instead of doing your action, you can hold your action, which would be like, say, for example, I will go outside next to Flink and the armor, and then if anything happens, I will attack the armor. Like, I will hold my action. If Flink gets hurt, I will attack the armor. That could be your go. Uh, oh, so it's like okay. you put him on Overwatch. Perfect. Yes. I played it. I played XCOM. I know. <laughs> I've I've just started playing that. So yeah, I'm very familiar with that. I love that. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll just use XCOM references yeah. from now on. <laughs> Why did you say that. so? I'm still I'm still lost. But that's fine. I'll I'll this go out night vision over again. Yeah. I'll go <laughs> <and stand>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go out and stand next to Flink in solidarity. Not I'm not gonna put myself between Flink and the armor, but I'm gonna be right there and hold okay. my turn until about what are you for, what is your what, what would you like to do then what would be because you need to give me a oh, okay. instinct that would react you every you need to give me something which you can react to can i give you two things to react to depending on what happens uh again this is like instinctive like three <laughs> seconds <laughs> three seconds of combat so it, okay well i mean if it if it seems to be harming flank i will attack the armor okay so you go up Again, this is like, like I said, like three seconds. So you quickly run up to Flink and the armor. This thing is like right up inches, like almost face to face with Flink. It's a bit taller and bigger than Flink. But you run up and you're just there ready. If anything bad happens, you're going to just swing with a hammer. For the sake of drama, Randy, you say anything at this point as you approach? Maybe a pithy one-liner? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... Age of Ultron, where like Thor's just there, like wait, don't do anything just yet. <laughs> All right, the magical flying sword, which is like satelliting around the uh, armor, it will. Hmm. I forgot about the sword, guys. I, I remember there was a sword, but I didn't consider that it had its own sentience. <laughs> Stupid possessed ghost armor. <laughs> this sword is going to slash out at Urufax. Oh, uh, of course it is. Of course he is. Of course he is. But hold on, it hasn't slashed out at me. So it's only attacking who attacked it. Oh, it ain't great though. Does a seven hit you, Urufax? Piss off. Okay. You don't even. <laughs> uh, at first, you just think it's kind of just doing its weird satellite orbity thing. You kind of almost have to like instinctively dodge out of the way. You're not sure if it hit you or if it went for a slash at you, or if it's just doing its weird spinning thing. And we dance. Uh, Hope he grabs it. Blink <laughs> is terrified. He's petrified. He's unable to move. He's just looking up at this armor white in the face not sure what it's gonna do use the smelling salt skipper on him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> scamos it's your go uh, so he's he's paralyzed with fear is he mm-hmm. <laughs> this Great. random suit of armor has five night at freddy run up to him and got right <laughs> up in his grill okay i guess you would be a little bit spooked yeah just a smidge just a smidge. Well, you I'll know make what? a note. Light spookage. <laughs> yeah, maximum spookage. So, it's just myself and Finn left in the house now, right? At the, at the various windows peeping out. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are, yeah, in the house manning the windows. Okay, so let's, um, well, I've kind of attacked it now already. 
Oh, can you describe the helmet to me? Does it have one of those fancy feather things, or is it quite a boring helmet? I'd say it is a just a traditional suit of armor. It has a uh, just completely covers the head and the face, almost quite a. I'd say like maybe Templari, where it has like the slit down the front and then the eye slit, or even like Mandaloriany. Uh, there is the ability for the front of the armor uh, helmet to go up and down so for the uh, the wearer to see properly, but obviously at this current time it is down. Okay. Um, you see, I don't have I don't have any magical effects, so all I can really do is like shoot it. I'm sure I can damage it in some way, but I'm not sure I can really disable it too effectively with the weapons that I have. But you know what? Fucking, I've got a better plan. I'm going to shoot at that leg again. <laughs> all right. Standing right next to it. Keep watch your aim. I will <laughs> go for the shot. I have an 18. I'm doing better than I thought I was going to. So, uh, plus I'm still with short bow. So 18, no, 20, 22. Oh, uh, 18 plus. Oh, okay. So 22. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, you do connect. It is a, uh, it is aware of you, and uh, you've already had your assassination feat, and everyone is just kind of around. It's kind of on edge, so uh, no advantage or anything like that. Just no. a normal. Or no sneak as well, no sneak attack. No, so normal 1d6 plus 2. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I rolled a 2, so 4. Another 4. Another 4. Not 13 this time, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of connects with the, uh, the... Are you going for the leg again? Same leg, yes please. Yeah, the uh, kind of the knee plate, or the part that protects the kneecap of the wearer, of that part of the armour, does get like a considerable like dent as, as this arrow collides and the arrow shatters as well with the sheer force of it uh, but yeah it, it takes that damage but again it is just right up next to flink still standing it is Uruplax. i go for the sword all right you are sword fighting with a floating sword no i want to grab the sword oh you're grabbing it still <laughs> yeah 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 let's see if i have a Maybe the sword is actually the magic carpet and I'm going to hold on to it and fly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Like Thor and his hammer throwing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I, know I, I knew I should have mentioned Thor earlier. <laughs> I will call you Mjolnir. Okay, we're going to do a, uh, a contested strength check then to oh, see fuck. if you are stronger than this magical flying sword. I dropped the dice. 18! Oh. Uh, I rolled a 3. So... Almost like a kid trying to get in on the skipping rope. You kind of let it pass a couple of times. And you grab it. It kind of goes a little bit wild and is like trying to shake out of your grip, but you do have a hand on it. You're like, ooh, kind of thing. <laughs> it is trying to get away and fly away. Like a kite in the wind. But you <laughs> have got it. You've got it in your hand. You can feel almost... Uh, you weren't in the room with uh, Finn, but you can feel this kind of magical like thrumming, like just this, it's almost like it's buzzing slightly. Wow. Like a, uh, like a hedge, like a, like a clipper, like some hair clippers on their last legs in factory, <laughs> but they're just like a, just running down, joke, 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 <laughs> kind of thing. Just imagine him lifting it in the air now and proclaiming to anyone who would listen that he in fact has the power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> I am worthy. Shatter. <laughs> Finn? 
yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at this situation like, oh my god, this is, <laughs> this is mad. Um, so is the suit of armor still just stood there? Yes. Again, like, although it's taking a while because we're all having a chat and a fun time and describing this, essentially this combat since the armor appeared and started running, it's been like six seconds. And Oran didn't do his uh, Overwatch move or anything. Uh, the armor has not done anything, so his oh, uh, he was still prepared. The, uh, his held was action to attack if Finn gets uh, if Flink gets hurt is still okay. active, so he still could do his special Overwatch. So I'm, I'm thinking, is it even worth going for the armor, or do we just need to deal with the sword? Um, <sighs> can you can you perception check armor or anything, or like, is there anything magical that you can tell about it? Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. Do I have any ability to like get a read on magical items, or even communicate with mm. them if if they're able to do that? Uh, so, as a sorcerer, you do have access to certain spells which could do that. Uh, you have like a detect magic, uh, which would be a actual spell where you get the physical uh, anything that has a magical ability will glow, and you will see the glow, almost like magical items are highlighted. I'm not sure you've got that, but you could just do a straight icon for me, just trying to glean what the hell's going on. Yeah, I feel like we know the situation. I'm just wondering if there's anything else, any other information we can get out of this armor, which it might be a bit of a wasted move. Um, I don't think it has any intelligence or purpose, does it? I don't know, guys. Mm. Can't discuss, sadly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay, I'm going to do something a bit crazy. Um, yes. If Uruprax still has hold of the sword. Uh, Uruprax does still have hold of his sword, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm thinking, is it possible to jump up and also grab the sword because Uraprax is sort of like stable, stabilizing it, and I want to use shocking grasp on it, which uh, has some advantages if it's armor made of metal, and obviously it is like a metal sword. So I'm thinking it might have special special stuff here uh roll a roll a arcana for me will do ah <laughs> 20 20 oh. yeah uh you oh, are baby, right baby. in your you're right in your theory you reckon with that with that 20 you're right with your theory that uh this lightning based spell that you have would do cons- would hit and do considerable amount more damage against something metal like a sword However, with that 20, your friend Uruprax is currently holding this <laughs> lightning rod, as it were. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> no! <laughs> ah. Well, maybe I need to think again. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Man. And with that natural 20, you're pretty sure that uh, Uruprax is not lightning retardant. Okay. So even though I do run for the sword and have this amazing moment, I suddenly have a <laughs> have a realisation um, that this could be very dangerous and take a step back. Alright. Is it possible to redirect this 
towards the armor but then again i don't know whether i want to go for the armor i'm not sure guys i don't know maybe <laughs> if maybe maybe i'll do the uh maybe i'll do the uh, overwatch thing which is hold hold my arms ready and my hands ready and if it if okay. it goes if just it goes little bits of electric just kind of yeah. dance between your fingertips between the like webbing your fingertips together so and you're it, holding your action and you're if, also going to attack the armor if something happens if if the sword maybe leaves Eropraxx and cut like it starts aiming towards somebody else, maybe I can sort of like reach over and grab it. Okay, so perhaps. if there is a you're holding your action, if there is an yeah. opening and it won't affect anybody else, and because they're not holding, like if if Eropraxx lets go of the sword, and you yeah, get an that's opening, right. you're going to attack that's the right. sword. That sounds good. All right, excellent. You're there, the uh, little bits of electric just webbing between your fingers. <laughs> just ready, just in case something happens. All right, it is now the armor's go. Ah. This is going to be interesting. There's <laughs> just, just a pause, and there's just silence. You can just hear the slight crackle of the electric running through F- Finn's fingers, and just the heavy breathing of a terrified Flink. The armor just stationary doesn't do anything for a split second you think it's going to be okay and then the armor grabs flink like like bro bro hand kind of grabs him by the by the wrist flink lets out a wail of pain as this gauntlet like banana peels outwards and like reverses itself and tries to wrap itself around Flink's hand. This thing kind of rips open banana peely and then the outside is trying to wrap around the inside of Flink and you hear bones and his wrists crush as he's just screaming in pain like ah kind of thing like stupid piece of metal. (laughs) Okay that activates Oran and Finn uh, no not Finn just Oran's uh, held action. Okay, Oran, uh, make an attack against the armor. <laughs> um, okay, so ah, this would have been easy if they weren't conjoined because I've got shocking grasp as well. <laughs> yeah, but is there like are they? They're still like this. The the action of him enveloping Flink is still. Like, they're still in separate. this fraction of a second it's just his like hand this armor has grabbed flink by the wrist and now his hand is getting crushed as this gauntlet banana peels around him okay um they well, are entwined in some kind of horrible chinese puzzle finger puzzle thing so you reckon lightning would not be good at this time no no i'm gonna i'm not gonna do it do that i'm gonna take my warhammer and i, I want to try and take the the arm of the armor off at the shoulder. Yeah, like going for like the pauldron, like the shoulder plate. Yeah. Um, very good. Very good. So. About, about a swing. A big swing. Um, so uh, it's going to be a plus five. Oh, guys. This is disastrous. Oh, it's come on. Seven. Only seven. It's all with like... the plus five, so like is a two. With your five. Oh. <laughs> Have you? Did you buy broken dice? <laughs> I've rolled that two a couple of times tonight. Mm. Two has come up a couple of times. As this happens, you just panic and just go for a swing, but <laughs> this armor is like lurching forwards, like trying to kind of almost bear hug Flink now, and you just miss the shoulder. 
I think it's my turn now. <laughs> so that your it real is. turn in a second. Yes, it is now your actual go. Okay. I'm going to do the same, providing there's still uh, uh, enough of uh, kind of separation. <laughs> yes, it is still the just the kind of wrist and gauntlet that is kind of horror-y, horror filmy wrapping itself around Flink's arm. Okay. Come on, come on. Hmm. 18 plus 5, 23. That is! Hey, that about a swing? But now, hold on, we've got the D8. So let's see what it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 1D8 plus 3. It's 8. 5 plus 3. Excellent. Ooh. This big pauldron, this big shoulder piece of armour buckles and dents and uh, almost like goes concave. Oh, but it's still attached. Uh, yes, it is still attached. All right. Excellent. The flying sword uh, <laughs> will try and fly out of uh, Urapraxis's hand. So we're going to do another strength, contested strength roll together. Urapraxis. I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like trying to pull him up the driveway. It's, like, it's <laughs> like a cartoon. It's like a bar of soap in a cartoon. You're like, whoop, 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 kind of thing. It kind of almost slips out of your hands, but you just reach and grab it and pull it again. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, you are currently grappling and fighting off this magical flying sword. Okay, Scamos. Okay. Oh, doesn't it, sorry, did, was that Auroprax's go as well that they both wrestled? Uh, Auroprax has done... I'm after you, bud. Oh yeah, you're after... Yeah, sorry, I was the other way. I've, I've lost track of time. Um, so guys, I'm I'm of quite little use here. I don't seem to be that able to do that much effective um, damage to it. But, as... Uh, Grandma says, God loves a trier. So, um... <laughs> so, um... Maybe I will, uh... Use my minor action, have a quick glance. That's you still looking good? Not doesn't need, the, doesn't need the oven turning down or anything? I'd say the astronomical pain that, uh, Flink must be going through, that spoon is going round and round and round and round. <laughs> Well, noted. Like, so is sloshing everywhere. I reach you over kind of just ponder for a minute that it might be kind of he's enchanted, so it matches his heart rate. You're not sure what's going on, but this this spoon is going for it. Yeah. I um I take I take note of that in case the spoon becomes ours later on, and then um, <laughs> and then um I tell you what, everyone else has had a go. I'm because I'm not doing any particular damage. I'm going to go on a nice bit of Overwatch here with my with my bow. I'm going to keep position and keep an arrow knocked, and I'm going to um, be prepared to to attack if the if the armor makes any actual attacking movements. I know it's trying to absorb him right now, so I don't want to hit anyone by mistake, but. Um, if the two become one and some horrible dark knighty evil force, then I'll be ready to take a shot. Right, right now, yeah. I'm not going to risk it. 
holding your action if the armor starts attacking people. Yeah, if it starts attacking, yeah. Alright, good to know, Scamos. Good to know. Okay. You're holding your action. Uh, Uruprax, then. It's your go, buddy. I'd like to... I want to ask a question, but I don't know if I technically can at this point. Because I want to basically know if uh, Acid Breath is going to have any effect on armor. Or on steel. Hmm. Uh, unless stated in the books like your Shatter, where it has advantage on inorganic materials and the Shocking Grasp uh, against metals. Uh, if it's not stated, then no. Well, what I mean, I'll do- Acid will probably melt armor. That that is That is very true, but... In terms of mechanics and bonuses, no. So I'm going <laughs> to try and drive the sword into the armor. Nice. Very nice. I like it. I like it. Okay. Let's have a little think of this. Because again, okay. you guys are throwing me through the. throwing me so many curveballs. You're asking about Let's get creative. And, <laughs> yeah. Let's get. What's your favorite thing? <laughs> Green is not a creative, creative color. color. <laughs> Have you guys seen Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? No. I'm oh, linking, wow. I am linking okay. you guys up after this. It was it was yeah. one of my Comic-Con costumes a couple of years ago. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it before bed, but no. watch it. <laughs> okay. You have definitely got the one-up on this sword. You are definitely stronger than it. However, let me check the book. Oh, get the book out. <laughs> no, no, no. It might work in your favour. It might work in your favour. Yeah, it works, right? Because <laughs> basically, it is a long sword, so I don't know if you are good at wielding. As a bard, are you good at wielding long swords? Because that will determine how good this roll is. Yes, you are. You huzzah! So this will be uh, exactly the same as your rapier. So the same roll to see if it hits, and it's going to be a one d eight damage plus your normal pluses. You are okay. proficient in wielding law swords. Beautiful. 18 plus 4 makes 22. Oh, yeah, that definitely hits. 1d8 plus 2. 3! <laughs> 3! <laughs> Everything counts. This sword is, like, swaying and trying to pull away from your grasp, but you manage to kind of get a bit of leverage on it, and as it tries to pull away from you... You manage to just wrench and twist, so it starts flying towards the armor point first, just as you just just get it right at the thing. It collides and connects and kind of rattles in between where the shoulder meets the chest, and just like, and now it's just frantically rattling about inside the armor, <laughs> like a dinner bell. You're like, cling, 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 cling. <laughs> okay, Finn. Uh, unfortunately, your held action has not been able to take effect because. Uh, Uruprax is still holding on to the armor, so that is technically gone now. Yeah, that's that's. You fine. could then obviously do it again for your action this round. You could repeat. <laughs> you could repeat the Overwatch. Yeah, I'm just looking at my spells, and I feel like doing any electric or fire or anything mm. on this yeah, metal stuff that, that is that. connected to other <laughs> characters is is uh, going to have very bad uh, outcomes. Um. I have a dagger and I have a crossbow, which I don't see how they can be of any use, really. Um, 
I mean, I suppose I could try and get the dagger and try and target it for the bit of the shoulder blade or the arm or the wrist, bit of wrist armor that's currently going for the guy trying to, you know, in, you know, cover up his hand, isn't it? Or he's trying, well, he's trying to, he's trying to put put himself on the, on on him, isn't he? Yeah. So, so you could kind of go for the much like uh, Uruprax is doing, where he's got the kind of gap between the shoulder and the chest. You could yeah. go for the other arm, which is currently connected to Flink, and maybe with your dagger sever that bond. I'd like to try that just to give it a go uh, with just the basic dagger. Roll for it, bud. Okay, so 20 to see if it uh, lands. uh, Your 20 sided dice plus uh, whatever you're passing, your attack. So 16 um, attack is plus 2, so 18. Just misses. Right. That's it then. No good. No good. Okay, it is the armor's go. The, uh... It's kind of buckled and connected onto Flink. The armor you see kind of jolts and almost collapses slightly and, like, buckles to the right. As you look down, one of the shoes of this armor has kind of detached itself and is kind of flip-flopping and trying to get itself around and attach onto one of Flink's feet. (laughs) It manages to do so, and again, this horrible, grotesque, this almost like it's just made of, like, almost like tinfoil-y, like, it's just crumpling and tearing and just kind of reversing itself around, desperately trying to get onto its creator and its owner. Flink also buckles as this thing starts crushing his foot and just screaming out in pain. The armor also screaming out in pain as the sight of its master is getting tortured by its own volition. It's just this horrible scream of Flink and this weird metallic scream coming from inside like the guttural sound of this armor. This horrible hollow screaming rattling metal with this sword just (laughs) inside of the chest piece as well. Bet you wish you were still asleep now, Finn. Yeah, you're there. Yeah. yeah. There are lights coming on in like neighboring uh, houses, people like coming to the <laughs> windows and seeing what the hell is going on at this weird freak show of sounds. We're going to get kicked out of the town every time there's a disturbance, <laughs> we're there. <laughs> we sold them. Yeah. We, are, they they don't we are all the toilets last time. <laughs> <laughs> Waking up everyone, causing chip pan fires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we on my next game, I'm gonna quickly check that none of the surrounding houses are ablaze. <laughs> Someone comes out the door. Ear, I hear they were sniffing pillows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you folks been pillow sniffing? <laughs> okay, Oran, it is your go. Okay, um, I want to take a slightly different tack now than just hammering at this armor. And I, I want to kind of use like uh, a sort of I don't know like stre- I guess just pure strength, and I want to get round behind it because I'm assuming it's facing Flink. Yes, face to face, towering over him. I want to kind of get and try. I want to try and rip off the helmet. So I want to try and like tear off the helmet and see if that kind of like. Um, Avengers Endgame when everyone's like to- on a di- everyone seems to be Generous. on a different limb right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. 
Yeah. And they're all trying to take it off. <laughs> I thought for a moment, a vague you're going to try and suplex it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, again, this will be a, a contested strength roll. So I'm going to roll strength and you're going to roll strength. Okay. And let's see who's the strongest. Do I get my uh, plus as well? Uh, you do have a plus next to your strength on your character sheet, yeah. Uh, 13. 13. I rolled, I rolled a 14. <laughs> <laughs> you wrench as hard as you can, and you feel it kind of slip and like almost come apart, but like just like almost like a magnet, you can still feel that pull. The kind of front plate of this helmet starts like Pac-Manning and just like <laughs> clang, 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 and you lose your grip and it kind of shudunk backs on top of the armor. Exactly like the Avengers then where they, they almost get the glove off. They, they almost they <laughs> almost got the glove off. It yeah. just goes straight back on. This is okay. Uh, the flying sword <laughs> is uh, it's not going to try and escape uh, you Uraprax. Instead, it's kind of trying to reverse itself and almost as if you were whacking yourself on your head. Quit hitting yourself, quit hitting yourself. Okay. So it's going to go for an attack, but however, it's currently grappling with you, so it will be at disadvantage. Three, three or a six, never good. Uh, does a six hit you? Yeah, this sword manages to just like shrink, kind of come out of the <laughs> chest plate. And then it's almost like trying to whack yourself on the head. But you've managed just to strength it and you're dodging and just like wrenching your head from side to side as this thing's trying to whack you on the head. Okay, Scamos. Okay. You're just looking in horror as this weird suit of armor is just reversing and turning inside out and enveloping uh, Flink. This is a bad time to be to be flank, I'm afraid. Um, I've been while this has been happening in the seconds, I've gone through my pockets. I don't have anything else that's going to be any more effective, guys. The only thing I have better than my weapon is a crowbar, which might be great if you get stuck in there. But um, in the meantime, I guess I'm going to just try and do some more some more chip damage to it. I um, shout over to Frankie, you may be screaming in pain, and just say, "Hey." If it ever gets too much, just give me the word. I wink. What I'm referring to there, guys, is harken back to the tale of legend, which is Starship Troopers. You know when <laughs> Mr. Rat checks in that in that pit and he's like, Rico, you know what to do. If that happens, if that happens, Are guys, you saying if it gets too much, you want Flink to give you the nod to take the shot and end it? Take the shot, that's right. <laughs> and I will take that shot. I know okay. what needs to be done, but for now... I'm gonna take my um, I'm gonna take my action as we're all attacking different limbs. I'm gonna keep on at this leg and see if I can detach the leg, it. which has one of the arrows still rattling around inside it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the, is, so I've, I've gone for the same leg every time. So we shattered one arrow against the knee. There's one rattling against inside it. Just to be sure, is this the leg that is or isn't now peeling its way around the guy? Around uh, my guy. This is not the grotesque banana peeling leg. This is the other leg. All right, I'm going to keep on this other leg to see if I can stop it doing any peeling. All right, attack. All right. Um, I can tell you that this will have not hit. I've rolled a two. <laughs> 
and Ooh. move on. <laughs> even with a plus four, that is not hit, right? So six. Yep. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> uh, you accidentally loose this arrow, and it goes into Flink's knee instead. <laughs> well, that's just that's cut. This is my cunning action. I'm going to shout again. Um, like it'll be like that. <laughs> if it hurts more than that, um, then this. That's then I'll do this for in the head. <laughs> yeah, that's an example of how I can help you out in case <laughs> you didn't know the metaphor or the you know the example I was giving. I'll do that, but in your head, if the pain gets too much, okay? And I smile is, and give him a, give him a little thumbs up, screaming, <laughs> screaming out in pain. In many ways, this is probably a distraction from the pain in your hand and foot. Because <laughs> on that one, yeah. Yeah, no, and you'll be able to tell, you'll be able to do great sound bites about a time you took an arrow in the knee. Come on. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's your go, buddy. I... There's nothing for it, is there? I'm. I've I've got a bit of an idea. Um, I don't know. I'll just put it out there whilst we're all thinking. Has it? Has has everyone got rope in their backpack? Yeah. Uh, yes. You guys got rope. have adventuring or dungeoneering kind of so, backpacks. Did so anyone think, pick up a chain? Yeah, I'm thinking like rather than attacking this thing, should we like try and rope it down, or we could like connect ropes or wrap. The saw. I don't know. I'm just coming up with a few ideas here. No, but did did we pick up a chain at any point? I, I haven't got a chain. I don't think. Did you pick up a chain? I don't. I don't remember a chain. I don't remember a chain. Okay, never mind. But we have rope. Is do we all have a fifty foot rope? Yeah, yes. Uh, most of you in your backpacks and stuff. I believe maybe Urprax doesn't because I think he took the entertainer's backpack, which has like costumes and makeup in it. <laughs> the diplomat's pack. Oh, the diplomat's pack, yeah, he's got paper and ink and quill and right, some, right. like wax so you can do the little I, seals I sign and stuff him. on the back of the envelope. <laughs> so you can send the armor a sternly worded letter. And then post yeah. it through his visor. <laughs> I... Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what this is going to do. Let's fucking try it. I take the sword, point the point towards my mouth, and then cough up acid all over the blade. <laughs> risky, I very make risky. As if I'm going to stab myself, but I go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your acid breath. I believe the sword will have to make a Constitution or Dexterity saving throw for that. Acid breath, did you say? Yes. The sword has to make a Dex save. What is your dex for your acid breath? Uh, ten. Ten. Excellent. The sword. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a ten. It, 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 you do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yes. So two uh, d six. Two d six. Four plus four is eight. Eight. You spit up. <laughs> Eight. Oh! <laughs> oh! You're gonna do that sound eight times. 
<laughs> okay. You just... You almost, like... Finn's a little bit shocked. It almost looks like you're about to end it all. You're like, fuck this noise kind of thing. <laughs> but you just... Just, blah, just acid all over to this sword. And just it starts to just... Make that, like, horrible, like... Kind of noise as it starts to bubble and the enamel starts to wear away from it, and just a little bit of uh, the chemical reaction and this weird kind of sicky yellow smoke starts to just slowly melt off of this sword. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I dab my mouth. Napkin, <laughs> yeah. anyone? Finn, is your go, buddy. Okay, so I'm thinking, I'm looking around at the situation. I'm seeing a acid-covered sword uh-huh. with a life of its own now, yeah. <laughs> aiming at people. I see the guy that we're trying to help with a with an arrow in his knee, with like a snapped-off like hand, like about to be. I'm thinking this is an absolute shit show. <laughs> you know what are we going to do here? Do I just end it and s- s- stab him in the in the head and s- see if the armor just? Wouldn't electrocution do him that much more harm right now? <laughs> yeah, this is this is what I'm thinking. Or do I try and do something clever with the rope? But I think I don't know if that's going to work. Um. Okay. I don't, I don't think we kill him. <laughs> yeah. Probably. No, that that was that was just. You a, reckon like a, a, a well placed spell, a well placed spell like your uh, fire bolts, your chromatic orb, and stuff. Uh, if you aimed it well enough, uh, you could take off something like that isn't currently either enveloping Flink or engaged with someone else. Like you could aim for the head and get a clean shot on the head. Oh, okay. Uh... So maybe then if I could go for the scorching ray yep. directly at the head. So three firebolts directly at the head, trying to avoid Flink as best I can. All right, don't rip it in. <laughs> <laughs> but right, if it does hit Flink, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not a massive deal, is it? At this point? Well, you guys are considering just putting them out of misery at this moment. So yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's roll all three to see how many hit, and then we'll do the damage after. So three d20s first. Yep. Let's see if they hit. Fifteen. Uh, that one goes wide and misses. Or is that with your plus? Oh. Uh, Never forget your pluses. Oh, plus attack. Is it plus attack bonus? Yeah. Ah, uh, you should have a special spell attack bonus. Yeah. Spell attack bonus. Um, yes. Yeah. That is the attack bonus under the spell bit. So, so 20. So 20 on that one. That one hits. The second, second one. one was one. <laughs> Okay. Five. That one, that one just six in your hand. Yeah. Okay. Seventeen plus five, twenty-two. Excellent. Two of those hit, so that would be four d six total damage. Ooh. One of them just kind of in your hand and just doesn't connect, but the other two just go right into the helmet, right that's, through like the eye gap. As long as it didn't uh, go near Flink, that's okay. No, you're good. So three. Five, so eight, one, so nine, nine, two, so eleven. Eleven. 
two motes of fire just come shooting out of uh, Finn's hands. They go right into like the eye slit of this armor, and as, as scary as this thing is, it looks ten times scarier now because now the bloody helmet is ablaze. <laughs> <laughs> It lets out a weird kind of this metallic hollow wail, but it does seem to be like <laughs> kind of. It does seem to be weakening. You think? You're not sure. All right. The armor, the uh, knee part, the kind of knee plate, <laughs> just kind of flies off of the suit of armor and just goes shooting towards uh, Flink's knee where he got the arrow, and it just crushes into his kneecap. His leg snaps and starts face and bends the other way. It's like a really intense game of Hangman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. T. <yeah. Tea. laughs> Flink has got like a white kind of, he's pale white. He's got like a flop sweat. He looks like he is about to pass out from this pain. I, I just quickly call out to Flink. Flink, I've got four minor health potions in the bag here. <laughs> Maybe if you drink like, all his, four really his quickly. one free hand who's just desperately like, like... to grab at you at those health potions, <laughs> like, uh, 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 kind of thing. <laughs> okay, now I'm faced with a choice. I like the idea of trying to take off the helmet. Um, and I forgot I had a crowbar in my bag. Ooh, I feel like that nice. would have been helpful. Yeah. I'm not sure. Be pleased to know that crowbars give you advantage on strength checks. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, because I want to. I want to see if it does anything if we like detach a bit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the the helmet I believe is still flaming, but I'm I want to ram this crowbar into the yeah. neck. And just try like drop the hammer. You just grab. It's kind of. It's probably got like a quick release kind of bit on the side of your, of yeah. your backpack. You just kind of unslip it from that. Almost like a water bottle holder, and you just kind of jab this crowbar, uh, this crowbar, sorry, into the armor. So you're going to roll a strength with advantage. So roll twice and take the higher number. Five. Oh God. T- uh, uh, 10. 10 is the best I got, even with a 10. Okay. (laughs) I rolled an 8. Oh! Oh. You just freaked out. The screams of Flink just absolutely throwing you off balance and just can't concentrate. You're like, just fuck this shit. You just grab this crowbar and you just jam it into, like, the back where where the neck would be, where the helmet meets the back plate. It kind of goes in and it may, you manage to just push it through and it kind of sticks out the front of the chest. You just pull down and wrench with all your might and this thing can opens like a can opener, just wrenches off. The front chest plate splits in two as this crowbar just goes up through and just the helmet just flies off. <laughs> the bits that True aren't dress. currently entwined with Flink just clang, 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 just all start jengering and just falling down into a big pile on the floor. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm slightly worried that they're all going to come back together again. 
Blink collapses onto the like the side of his hip because he can't bend one of his legs and just collapses onto the floor, just heavy breathing, almost looks like he's about to pass out. Okay. This lone flying sword! <laughs> the last piece! <laughs> Uh, with disadvantage because it's trying to remove and get ungrappled from Auraprax. We'll try and attack him. Oh, that's better. Does a 19 hit your Auraprax? It might. <laughs> it kind of. You just, just at the last minute, you managed to dodge. Oh! <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> craziest game we've done so far <laughs> you've been holding on to this thing for a, for a while you feel it about to move you just wrench your face just out of the way as it just scrapes and almost gives you like a joker on the on one of on one of your cheeks and just scratches and just you see a couple of his scales on his cheek just go flying off i like those scales I know, right? They're the nice, they're the like small little cheek ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you will take five points of slashing damage. Gotcha. As that rusty, acidy sword slices and attacks you. Okay, Skawos, with this great feat of strength, you just see Aura and just can open and just split this armor's head straight off. It all falls together and just clanks into a pile on the floor. Uraprax is just kind of <laughs> mind of its own, kind of doing this weird dance with this sword. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, well, it seems like I don't have a valid target to really get. I don't want to shoot anyone else by mistake. So, um, in this case, let us... Um, Attempt just to dish up some stew and maybe take it out to see if it makes um, <laughs> makes room for any better. But um, I won't do that. That would be a silly thing to do. So um, <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, I'm going to come a little closer. I will step out of the house and come and join the others. Rapier ready, and then we'll um, and then let's try and secure some of the pieces that have fallen to the ground before they try and get up. So which pieces have fallen to the ground? Uh, all of it. The chest plate is just kind of split in half, almost like a uh, banana banana peeled out from uh, Uran's uh, crowbar. Uh, the bits that aren't attached to uh, Flink, so there's a gauntlet, there's like a the upper arm piece, there's one pauldron, the other pauldron has been buckled in by um, Uran. The chest piece is non-existent, the helmet's gone flying over one of the legs is still good the other one's half bent and buckled with a uh, arrow still in it and the other one is wrapped around flink at the moment but yeah it's just a mix match kind of almost a full set right in that case i'm just gonna as i'm as i'm sprinting over to join the fray i'm just gonna try and like just boot the pieces into far away from each other as i can so just run up and yeah. take a kick to try and scatter them. There's like, like a kid with a pile of leaves. You're just scattering, just yeah. kicking like, all this armor about. Like 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 kicking a gun away from a baddie. Yeah yeah yeah. I love it. I love it. So you just kind of run up to you like nope no 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 get away get away nope clang. <laughs> just gonna like boot a, it away. 
Like I'll a go for bunch the of delinquent teenagers <laughs> kicking an empty can of pop about. Exactly. What do I need to roll for this? Uh, you don't need to roll for kicking. That's fine. <laughs> right, okay. yeah, I'm just going to kick the bits away to hopefully <laughs> ensure they don't reform. I think Excellent. he does. I think he should have to roll, and if he doesn't uh, do it, he accidentally kicks Flink. <laughs> yeah, in the knee. Kicks him while he's down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Uruprexes, you'll go. But the sword's still at me. The sword is still trying to get away from you. It's still flying about wildly. It nearly took your cheek off. What, what can I do? Like, hold up my rapier and just, like, hit him against each other? <laughs> <laughs> Smash it against the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could you could let go of the sword and then start swinging at it with the rapier. What what What's the ground we're standing on? Uh, it's the uh, kind of outside street of this kind of quaint little town. It's probably like a dirt track. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was, like, cobblestone or anything. I attempt to drive the sword into the dirt... Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, uh, just roll a roll a strength for me. Ten. Ten. You like sword in the stone. This you kind of drive it into the ground. It kind of it seems to kind of go with your force, and it kind of willingly kind of shinks into the ground. So you managed to jab it into the ground, but it's not done any kind of you haven't buckled or bent it or anything like that. Still holding on? Still holding on. Alright. I ain't letting this go. <laughs> oh, bonus action. Uh, bardic inspiration to Oren. Okay. So, Oren, you get a d6, I believe it is. It's a d6, yes. Yes. Which you can add to uh, any of your roles, your skills, or like saving throws that you do. Nice, thank you. Okay, Finn, it's your go. Um, yeah, I mean, what is there left to do, really, besides attack a sword handle currently poking out of the ground? <laughs> um, <laughs> I could try stabbing the sword handle. I could try firing an arrow at the sword handle. And it's not going to go well, is it? Just boot um, it, I'd recommend that. Kick <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't have to roll for it, so. Yeah. I've got basically perfect 20 on kicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kicking also hits. I would like to. Uh, what's, what was it called? Will you hold your move again? Like your, uh, just your, a held action. Held action. I'd like to do a held action. I'll try to stop calling it uh, over, you know, Overwatch. Uh, held a- can we call it? Can we keep calling it Overwatch? Uh, yeah, held action, perhaps just a standard firebolt. So if the sword uh, frees itself from the ground and from uh, from Uraprax, I will just fire a firebolt at it. All right. Thanks, pal. Okay. Uh, the armor is non-existent at this moment. Mm. Uh, I Oran, don't like the sound of that. Aura, <laughs> it's your go. Um, if I was to run over to where the handle is, uh, mm-hmm. Uraprax, and and sort of motioned, like grab the handle as well and motioned for you to let go, would you let go of it? Undoubtedly. Okay. 
can I do that and then send a shocking grasp into it way after Uraprax has mm. let go? I like can, that. Good idea. Can we, DM? Can we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, Oran, you go running over. You kind of look at Uraprax, give him like that. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Kind of look. He lets go. As you reach over to shoot electricity into this sword, uh, Finn, you get to throw a fireball at it because uh, oh, your, your okay. Overwatch has activated. Uraprax has let go. Very good. Um, so I'll do the D20. <laughs> One. <laughs> with an attack bonus of five so a nice confident six there you're kind of you're there you're waiting you don't know what to do you kind of see a moment you're like oh 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 and you shoot fire <laughs> but it just goes wide it's okay like, oh, I wasn't ready I wasn't ready kind of thing fire just everywhere now at this point yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the, the multiple chip pan fires that are going on <laughs> already it's just right, everyone's asleep yeah. Yeah. okay uh Okay, so Oran, they, uh, as you run over to this sword, Uraprax lets go, a random ball of fire just goes just past you. <laughs> uh, and you grab onto this uh, and cast Shocking Grasps. Okay. Uh, this would be with an advantage because it is uh, a metallic object. Uh, oh, so on my d20 roll, I've got, an adv- I've got the advantage. You do, yeah, you get to roll twice. Nice. Okay, 13 is the first one. Okay, so 13 uh, plus who is 15 I'm, I'm trying to think if I should add my d6 onto this just to make sure that I connect can I do that <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's only a 1 so 16 uh, what did I say 15 16 <laughs> the ar- it's armor is 17 you just oh. it. I'm still holding on though I haven't let go yeah so you grab it you kind of shoot electricity through it. Uh, because it's grounded, it does that weird like lightning bolt from the actual sky thing where it does the Passover thing. It doesn't actually go in. It just kind of just shoots into an Earth's, Earth's itself. Okay. The sword <laughs> is trying to gonna, gonna try and break free, so now me and Oran are going to do some strength checks to see if we can let go of this I feel sword. good about Oran's strength. I don't feel good about his dice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, strength, a strength roll, yeah? Yep, just straight up strength. 16. Uh, with the plus? Uh, that was with the plus, unfortunately. Ah, oh, well, fucking daddy got an 18. Oh. Oh, <laughs> this sword finally just just kind of goes out of the ground and just starts flying The minute back. I let go. <laughs> You've held on to that for so long and... <laughs> so, Damn. This thing, like, just... <laughs> Just absolutely goes for it. Just boomerangs away. Well, all right. Scouts. Does it does it boomerang back? Uh, at the moment, it's just oh okay going, and yeah, it starts coming back like <laughs> <laughs> as it comes flying back towards you guys, and all three of you are like shit. <laughs> Camos, you can just see this sword just goes out and then starts coming diving towards javelin style. 
Better try and do something about this then, hey? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pull the rapier and try and swashbuckling style, like actually connect with it as if it was a, you know, as if we're in a sword fight. All right, um, you kind of, you run out into the center of the street and almost like a baseball bat, you just get your rapier ready as this <laughs> thing just comes flying back to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. So, what's your noise? Right. The thunder waves and fireballs from earlier. Uh, Philip, Phil Collins is there. <laughs> Phil Collins. Right, we've rolled a 16, and then I have a plus 4 on my rapier. It connects. It actually connects. Roll some damage. Right, 1d8. 1d8 plus 2, and then apparently someone needs feeding, so I'll deal with you in a second. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spot the D8, it's this one. <laughs> Six plus two, so eight. Eight. Alright. You just baseball bat swing this with all your strength and it connects. You hear this chink as like one of the uh, arm guards, like the cross guard. One of the sides of it just breaks off and goes flying off into the distance. It is still flying about the place crazy, but you've done a considerable <laughs> amount of like watching against it. I'll be right back, guys. You guys carry on. Hang on. Alrighty. Uraprax. I'm guessing my phantasmal force won't work on the sword. <laughs> no, I don't think it will. It sees bears! <laughs> it is like a uh, like a frisbee you haven't put enough spin on it. It is, it is kiltering and it's not it's not caught the wind. It's like just kiltering about the place now. I Can I, can I get it with my rapier? Yeah, of course you can. Well, you say that, I've got a roll for a first. <laughs> you can try. You're more than welcome to try. Uh, 17. Oh, yeah. It hits. One roll that damage. Plus two. Three. Three. As now that it's now that it's slowed down and it's spinning and uh, satelliting is weakened and slower, you see there is like where the sword meets the handle and the cross guard, there's like a nice red gem that seems to be just catches your eye and you rapier and just manage to tip of the rapier, just shatter that gem as the sword then just clang, 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 clang onto the floor. Hey! Hey! He's already done and done it. We did it. Great. All right. And with that, you guys believe you're out of combat. <laughs> we you just have to on the ground, kind of clutching, clutching his dodgy knee with his one good arm, as his arm <laughs> is like just encased in this horrible, like metal, taut and wrought metal. And he's just there, just clutching his knee, trying to reach and grab his leg, just like holding his elbow and his arm at like the elbow, trying to like trying to get this piece of armor off but it is tight on there and he's just like breathing heavily like oh, oh god oh god uh, this is his uh, origin story uh, this, is it. this is it let's see if we can you know what laughter in some cases is the best medicine I'll kneel down next to him and say hey it's a good job I didn't try to attach at the groin first right <laughs> he is still naked yeah and then we'll go yeah. to... <laughs> Sorry, uh, go ahead. 
<laughs> he's like breathing heavily. He's like, oh, oh god. He kind of looks at you. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we help him try to remove this 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 plate? Mm. It is. It's horrible. It almost looks like he's willingly dunked his hand in molten uh, metal. It is just a. You are the chosen one. It's just a horrible, like, tarnished and blackened from the attacks and stuff. Almost looks like he's just got a just a a metal nub now for a hand. Now would be good time to hit him with a chloroform pillow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's fine. Go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep time. I mean, you joke about this, but you get a couple of them. And that's a fun pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> Induced coma. Yeah. Um, I think Oran should just wave his like crowbar near it and just. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Dig that in. Uh, I appreciate it, but uh, I think I might need to ask ask the blacksmith to help me on this one. Someone want to offer him a potion. Oh, really? mine it. Do, do you have oh. any potions in the house? Because <laughs> he's shaking his head. It'll cost you five silver. <laughs> <laughs> I left my silver in my other trousers. Is it not on your wrist? <laughs> We've got four minor health potions, but I, I kind of don't want to waste them. I don't think this situation is very serious enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. One of his legs is permanently <laughs> broken backwards and stuck in that position. I I propose one minor health per- potion in exchange for a magic carpet. Oh yeah, where is the magic carpet? Uh, <laughs> uh, Finn, roll a, roll a persuasion with advantage because he's He'll do anything at this moment. <laughs> I can't believe we're like <laughs> holding them at this guy ransom. Right, 14 plus 5, 19. He always get us attacked. Right, 19 is the highest out of the two. 19. But yeah, yeah, I, I get you a carpet. I get you a flying carpet. Okay, cool. Um, I pull out a one of the tiny weeny little minor health potions out of the bag and I sort of just <laughs> pass pass it to him. I like that you popped your drink at the time that you said that. It made a nice Yeah. Yeah. I pop, I, pop the, I pop the cap open for him. Ready. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Pour some out. He just chugs it down. Uh, his leg and his arm don't miraculously heal and stuff but it does seem to take the edge off and he kind of Seems to null the pain a little bit. It's like, oh, thank you. Okay, okay. He kind of looks about and he's like, "Where's, where's that gauntlet? Get the, get the other gauntlet." I'll dash over and get it to wherever I booted it. Wherever I booted it, I'll run over and grab it. He kind of takes it in his good hand, and you just kind of see, closes his eyes, and just kind of, you see his lips move, but you can't really hear what he's saying. And uh, you see it kind of flashes, uh, kind of it just kind of lets off a kind of weird kind of purple hue to it. All of a sudden, just kind of flashes purple. And he's like, oh, "Okay, there you go." And he kind of gestures and lifts it up to you guys. 
Sweet. Robot punch. <laughs> it's the infinity gauntlet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Mwah>. <laughs> oh shit, I said that I didn't get a scarf I wanted, gloves. Can I have this one, please, 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 please? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Alright. You uh you take the gauntlet. <laughs> Do you put it on? <laughs> Go no. on, put it on. Yeah, put it on. <laughs> All right, you slip on the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a. This one is still okay. This is like a nice shiny uh, steel. Uh, as you slip it on, like the front part of the gauntlet, like the top of the arm, kind of sees strange purple arcane sig- sigils, kind of just glow, just pulse, and then disappear. You feel the gauntlet kind of shrink and adjust so it is like a perfectly snug fit on your own hand. You have required the arcane gauntlet and your armor class, your AC, goes up by one. Great. I'll add this to my sheet right now. kind of looks at you guys as like okay well because uh, it's uh, it's getting quite it's getting quite uh, in the evening now the sun is definitely starting to set it's like could you go talk to to Giltha the blacksmith for me tomorrow morning I think I need a hand getting this off and he kind of lifts off his mangled metal hand sure uh, close his eyes thank you thank you Well, guys, I think still naked here. with slightly metal bits. <laughs> yeah. He kind of lifts his good arm up. He's like, Can "Someone help me up! Help me indoors!" <laughs> Thank God it wasn't the codpiece. Please. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was tempted to do the codpiece. <laughs> it's lucky you didn't. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. I wouldn't have not wanted to describe that. He kind of he, he puts a hand up. Like, why don't you help me up, please? I help him up. Okay. As you help him up, and he puts kind of, he's putting all his weight on his good leg. The other, oh wait, he hasn't got really any good legs because one of them's, one of them's wrapped in metal, and the other one's facing the wrong way. Yeah, I uh, it probably be, it's gonna probably be a two-person job. Someone is gonna have to give you a hand, scum. So you are gonna have to carry him between your shoulders. I'll get the other side. All right. As you kind of carry this poor man back into his house, he kind of goes like, oh, and you. You used the pillow already, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to be able to go to bed. <laughs> we, we do you want a nice, <laughs> a nice warming bowl of stew, perhaps? As you go into the kitchen, the spoon is on the floor like dead fish, just occasionally just flip. <gasps> flip. <Even> the kipper. <laughs> flip. <laughs> Those kippers are not safe for human consumption. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could add add the kippers to the stew for a bit of extra flavour, <laughs> extra punch. Yeah. But then he'll lose the bet. Yeah, he's got the uh, bet forever. Okay. He's got to do damage with those. I'm ready for that bet. I want those two gold pieces. Oh yeah, is that what we bet? I actually that was the bet. bet. Oh, I I did. Okay. Come on, come on, fish bet. <laughs> He's actually written fish bet down. And you've drawn a fish. I've drawn a fish. It's beautiful. You've got to track this stuff, buddy. This stuff comes back to bite you in the arse if you don't yeah. keep tra- track of it. I'm a bard. Uh, it's, you, uh, you help him back indoors. You get uh, 
you help him get semi-clothed and uh, you kind of get him comfy in bed. <laughs> he kind of laying there, like his weird, his weird metal foot and hand kind of hanging out the bed slightly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, the blacksmith Giltha, uh, could you ask him to come visit me tomorrow? What's his sure. name? Giltha. Giltha. G-I-L-T-H-U-R. Okay. We'll discuss magic carpets and stuff like that tomorrow, please. No. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> we discuss it now. <laughs> now. Um, also, I have a quick thought in my brain that I have his uh, magic pillow covered in sick in my bag. Probably just, don't show it to him. Just putting it out there. Gonna not tell him. He's he's clearly out of it. He don't know what's going on. Yeah, and yeah, he uh, he has not noticed that. I sort of just point. wave to him as I walk towards <laughs> just, the door and just gingerly pat him on the head. Yeah. There, there. Well, good night. See you in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, you know, a lot of things were going on. There were chip pan fires. There was of armor. <laughs> things go missing. There's been goblins in this town. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He'll, when he does his taxes, he'll write it off as been stolen, stolen by the goblins. Exactly. And if, and if his soup was to go missing, I mean, nobody would say anything there either. No. The enchanted spoon. <laughs> the overstirred spoon soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's just froth, no? Yeah. Like that posh oh, he's made a, he's made a meat and potato foam and air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's what I mean, yeah. A potato foam reduction froth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay, uh, you guys are heading out of his house, yeah? Yeah, let's head along. Um, you said it was early evening. Is there any chance the blacksmith's still open, or do we tackle this in the morning? Uh, no, you reckon You reckon he might still be open? Should we call in on the way back, guys? Is it on the way back? Uh, you have yeah. seen it in your travels before. It's near more of the uh, the like shopping district area where Peculiar Aftertaste was. You could see the uh, big tall chimney from his uh, forge, from peculiar art, uh, from peculiar aftertaste. Yeah, let's call them and see him. Who knows? I have a chance for a spot of shopping while we're there. All right. Yeah, uh, the sun is starting to set. You've got like a nice uh, dusk. Uh, the whole town is just bathed with this lovely kind of orange kind of glow as the sun starts to set across the sea. Would it be across the sea? Depends which way it's facing. Never mind, it's safe, regardless of where it's right. Uh, you head over to the uh, blacksmith's area. Uh, the front of it says uh, Bracken's Forge. Uh, the front door seems to be uh, locked, but kind of round the back where the forge is outside in like the back garden area, you do hear just the occasional like tinking of the hammer against metal. Let's let's go round and see if we can meet Gilfer then. All right. Uh, as you come round to the back of the forge, you see a very burly dwarf. He almost has like a camelback, where he's just all his back muscles are just big and lumpy from all the years and years of working the the uh, forge and um, armory. 
Uh, he is shirtless, covered in grit and dirt and soot from all of the, the working throughout the day. As he turns to face you, he's got white kind of hair and greyish white beard, very long, nicely braided and tangled to make sure it doesn't get caught up in the fire too much. Uh, but he has like no eyebrows. <laughs> his whole face, his nose, forehead, cheeks, just covered in like little pot marks and scars and burn marks and blisters and little scratches and scars from um, years of like working this forge and not bothering to put on his like protective gear and just letting the sparks just fly into his face. <laughs> little flecks of metal like in the forehead where he's just not been putting on his uh, protection, uh, his protective gear. Hmm. Eyebrows singed off, doesn't seem to care. Kind of turns and looks at you guys. Like, oh, hey, what can I do for you? Giltha, I presume. Yes, I'm Giltha. Giltha. We've been recommended by um, local residents, um, uh, a Mr. Merriweather. Do you know him? Oh, yeah, Merriweather. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you think so highly of him. Due to an accident that I won't go into here, he has some pieces of armour kind of within his person and he recommended that you might help us um, tomorrow if you're free um, maybe extract them from him he's uh, got armor on him uh, on slash in so he has um, a piece of formerly enchanted armor kind of tried to graft itself to his hand his foot and his knee there's an arrow in there as well um, that was also a magical accident well, how did the arrow get in there? Uh, again, probably um, there was a lot of magic going on, a lot of flying items. You know, Merryweather's like having things fly around the place. Oh uh, yeah, I know Merryweather. Yeah, he's a magic kid. He's doing all sorts of stuff. Okay, well, time to come down tomorrow morning. I can take okay. a look at that. Yeah, we'll um, we'll probably be with him, assisting him over. He's struggling to walk at the moment, so your assistance will be greatly appreciated um but as we're here um what are you working on right now like you clearly the the blacksmith in town do you do you make a lot of weapons for the for the local adventurers well, i do usually but there's uh, all those goblins about and stuff i haven't had a chance really to make anything ah well thankfully the goblins are now dead and their uh, their house oh. collapsed their bugbear their, their bugbear boss yeah someone us, dropped a cave on his head and then shot him in the brain. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, that's, all right, yeah. No more goblins. That's, that's great. That's great. So hopefully business will start getting back to normal. We'd love to. Um, maybe when we swing by tomorrow, we could take a look at what you have in stock. Oh, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. So, to the pub. Uh, to the pub? I mean, I can't go. I've got to work here. <laughs> Oh, you're not talking to me no more? <laughs> well, you're very welcome. If, like, you said you have to work, but um, you're very welcome to join us for a round. If you can, when, when are you knocking off? Kind of looks at the sun. <laughs> oh, I'll probably clock off when the sun goes down. That's pretty close now. It's always yeah. nice to meet new friends. Why don't you finish up here? We'll get the first round in. Yeah, all right. He just drops his hammer and <laughs> just punk onto the floor. 
<laughs> he kind of lumbers towards you. Seems like he cannot move his neck. His shoulders and his back are just so built up with years and years of work in the forge. He just seems to be constantly facing forward yeah. with absolutely no neck movement. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go. Where are we going? Winged horse? Winged horse. Huzzah! Oh, yeah, yeah. we go winged horse. Yeah, winged horse is great. To the winged horse, companions. All righty. Uh, with your with your new dwarven blacksmithing friend Gilver, you guys head off to the winged horse after a very eventful night of fighting magical suits of armor. <laughs> Yay! Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Monsters and Madness. If you'd like to find out more about myself, you can find me on Instagram at Louis Hay, where I post a bunch of different silly sketches and doodles. If you'd like to find out more about John, you can find him on his Twitter at John Crinnan or his website, johncrinnan.com, where you'll find all the links to his stories and his other podcasts. You can find Carl on his Twitter at Carl Hughes, or you can visit hawkandcleaver.com to learn more about how they help fresh and upcoming podcasters. To find Daniel, you can find him on his Twitter at WilcoxAuthor or visit DanielWilcox.com to learn more about his books and his special boot camp to help new authors. You can find Andy CT on his Twitter at AndyCTWrites or visit TheOtherStories.net to hear some of his horrifically twisted creations. The Monsters and Madness theme tune was created by Timo Henderson. You can check out his website, timohenderson.com, to see what kind of awesome music he can create, especially for you and your next project. And lastly, our background music was produced by Daniel Birch and downloaded from freemusicarchive.org. Visit his website, danielbirchmusic.com, to see what other music he has available. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.